Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning in to our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world? My name is Bay Rackney, and I have one of my co-hosts here in the house. I, uh, I, I was actually printing out an eBay slip. He'll be proud of me because I sold something on eBay, and I flipped over, and there he was. So let's welcome to the show the king of eBay South, the man who loves Wawa, and also is vice president at the Boom Boom Room. The man is known as Mr. Jimmy Gennetti. What's going on, brother? Maybe he's not. Are you there? Hello? Janetti. All right, so Janetti's got himself muted out, or his phone is crapped out. Either way, we're, <laughs> we're here. We're live. What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a hell of a week. It's been an interesting week. We've got a hell of a show for you. We're going to have a fun show for you. And we're going to we'll be doing a lot of talking tonight. A whole lot of freaking talking going on. That's right. And not only a lot of talking, but a lot of music. It's going to be a fun show. I can't freaking wait. So uh, t- t- tonight, we'll just use the hashtag tonight, booty. <coughs> Excuse me. Booty should be uh, your hashtag for tonight. Let's see if it works now, Mr. Janetti. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You had me muted. No, I didn't. It was you that had me. Yeah, it was me, you that had me muted. No, you 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 were live on the air, my friend. No. Phones. What, what what's your phone service provider? Verizon. Verizon. Oh. That was the problem. Verizon. Yeah, probably. Either way. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing much. You same old same old down here in, 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 in sunny, hot, hot, nasty hot Florida. Is it really? It's it's uh it's super hot down there this week. 
Well, yeah, th- yesterday, uh, yesterday was – today was kind of overcast and it rained a little bit, so it was a little cooler than it has been. Uh, but other than that, sticky, nasty, buggy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you know, hey, Florida. So. <laughs> Which makes you wonder, like, um, like so many people go down there to quote-unquote reto- retire. And mm-hmm. you figure, why are they going down there for the humidity? And, like, don't you, do you, want, don't you want to get away from that? No, honestly, most of them are snowbirds, honestly, you know, because most of the people around here in my in the community that I, I'm in are snowbirds. And what they'll do is they'll go, you know, throughout the summer, they'll go back to wherever they're from, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, wherever. Um, but in the winter months, it's much cooler down here. It's it's still, you know, like summer weather. It's probably in the, in the mid-70s most of the days. Uh, less bugs, no lizards, all that other shit. So all that stuff that that happens during the summer, you know, including the hurricanes, <laughs> they're they're not here for. <laughs> they come back for the for the time, and then in, again they leave usually in April or close to May. So, so in other words, these people have the life. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're living the best of both lives, I guess. You know, six months on, six months off. They're living here during the good times. Right. So, now, now that you've been like on, uh, shall we say, both sides of the tracks, would you want to do that? Like, if you were still uh, based here out of Philadelphia, would you want to um, go down there for you know whatever it is, six months out of the year or whatever? Uh, yeah, I probably would if I had the opportunity to do that. I probably would. Um, you know, because it is it's miserable hot here during the summer. You know, and it's and it, on top of it, it's the humidity too. It's just like right. you're walking through soup, you know, when you're walking outside. <laughs> um, so most of the days, I mean, honestly, like from 10 o'clock in the morning until maybe 5 or 6 in the afternoon, I'm I'm pretty much usually in the air conditioning. <laughs> you know, and if I have to get shit done, I'll get it done, you know, in those few hours when the sun goes down and it's not as fucking hot. But even you know, to be honest, I walked uh, I walked the dog early. Just uh, it was like three thirty in the morning, and I walked outside, and it was just like a wall of humidity hit you in the face as you walked out. So it's it's all the time. Ooh, so. yeah, no, no, thank you. Yeah, either way. Okay. But like I said, winter time is better time. So it's coming. Winter's coming. Uh-oh. It is. It'll be here in the blink of an eye. It will. Uh, so we're gonna have a, we got a, a a pretty wide open show tonight. Um, we have uh, Kristen calling in in about five minutes, less than five minutes, and then um, she'll actually actually has to leave for uh, eight thirty because she has to go catch a flight. And then uh, we're gonna have a, a whole bunch of time for uh, me, you, and Nick when he gets here to have all types of conversations. I have a whole shitload of uh, news and topics and things and stuff to discuss. And then uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking a lot of booty, Janetti. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I, saw that. I, I think that's why Nick's not here. He's, he's brushing up on his booty trivia. <laughs> he's doing booty research. Yeah, there you go. But not that kind of booty research. Yeah. Uh, I wonder where he's at. I, I just talked to him like a half hour ago. Oh, he's like, yeah, yeah why? Yeah. So. Maybe he was having the same problem I am. 
<laughs> and here he and here he is now. Let's welcome to the show. Wilkinson, yo, you still screwed up on these time zones, huh? I really am, dude. Like, I'm sitting here, and I'm going over this, like, project that I have in my mind, and I was like, all right, I got it. Right now, I got about 15 minutes left, and, I, and then I logged in, and I was like, oh, shit, they just sent me a message. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I keep thinking it's 6 o'clock my time and 9 o'clock your time. <clears throat> now, right now, it's 8.08. So what time is it yeah. there now? Is it, it is 5.08. 08? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so well, weird. Honestly, That's you better leave time. it because in like less than a month or, or so, it's going to go back to that time anyway. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's going to change again, and then it's going to be a pain in the ass forever again. <laughs> yeah. And then what will it go to then? Two hours? Two hours, yeah. It's so weird. It really <laughs> so we'll be expecting to see Nick around 9.09. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Too funny. Man. So, uh, so Nick, uh, I'll do a quick rundown with you so you know what's going on. <clears throat> we got Kristen will be calling in any minute. And uh, cool. she's got to leave like 8.30, 8.35 the latest because she has a plane to catch. And then, um, then you know, we got 90 minutes with, to, to cover a whole lot of ground. So uh, we got plenty of time to talk and BS and all that stuff. And um, then at 10 o'clock, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Tone the Chief Rocker, will be calling in, and we'll be counting down them booty tunes. Dude, uh, I, I, let's give the guys a preview, but I definitely want to talk about the Taylor Swift uh, trial. <clears throat> oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and your um your post you made about it earlier, um, I, I spoke volumes. It really did, and I, I can't wait for Kristen Cohen for us to talk about this. She's on trial. She is. She's she's in a trial, but she's not on trial. Ah. Uh, she okay. yeah. Uh, you can tell how much I pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> She she she's in a trial for a, a guy grabbing her ass. Yeah, it was like a photo theme of the night. And he was a DJ. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since since it's a uh, a a booty night, we're going to talk about Taylor Taylor Swift's booty. <laughs> Talking about getting her booty grabbed and suing for it. Good for her. It is, it is a, a, an interesting story. It really is. Well, you know, it's, it's got to be a double standard, kind of, you know, because if, if if she liked the guy or she, you know, she, the guy was good looking or something, he was probably like a lech. And since the guy well, wasn't, he was good looking. You know, she would she wouldn't sue. She'd have probably well, you know, no, went out with him. It, it was more than that, though. It was the, like he went under her skirt and. Uh, he was oh. drunk, and he filed a defamation of character lawsuit for like three million dollars, and that's why she, you know, started fighting back. The shame, you know, she ain't gonna put up with that shit. Uh, yeah. So there's a, like he was a. It sounds like he was just a scumbag. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. No. Yeah, I guess. Well, let's uh, actually hear from you now. 
So let's uh, let's get her on here so we can talk about it. Let's welcome to the show Miss Travel herself, Kristen Burt. What's up, Kristen? Hey, I'm a little under the weather, so I sound a little weird oh. today. <laughs> That's because you're always traveling and running around. You got to relax. Uh, yeah, you know. That Pennsylvania weather will kill you. Yeah, I think that's what happened, actually. It was like we had a lot of fun in Jamestown, and then I was like, oh, I came back, and, you know, you catch something on the plane on the way home. Absolutely. Getting stuck in that little tube thing in the air. <laughs> yep, all those crazy germs, and now I have a family wedding this weekend in San Francisco, so i got to figure out a way to get healthy as quickly as possible as I guzzle DayQuil. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> yeah, I, I Dayquil has been uh, flowing a plenty in this household the past couple of weeks too. So <laughs> I was quite happy to see it, see it in the clearance section at the supermarket the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early to get sick. I'm like, I'm fine getting sick in February because I expect it, but not in August. It's miserable. Yeah, totally, absolutely. So we were uh, we were teasing uh, the, the talk, and I'm hoping it's one of your stories. It's uh, Taylor Swift. Yes, I was, you know, this has been a really big story uh, for several reasons, because, you know, for women, we've all been sexually harassed. I, I mean, I probably have not yet met a woman who has not been sexually harassed, either verbally or physically. I hate to say that, but, you know, I mean, I remember I used to work in a restaurant and you go back to the kitchen and I cannot tell you, like, hands would, like, go to places that they shouldn't sometimes. Or, you know, you get the cat calls that you do not want, things like that. It happens all the time, unfortunately. And I, I like it that she's fighting back. And she's only fighting back and asking for a dollar. So, you know, it's for her, on her aspect, where she's got tons of money, she's not asking, she's not trying to ruin his life financially. But right. she is say, hitting back saying, you know what? I'm sorry you lost your job. I had nothing to do with you losing your job. Your actions had everything to do with you losing your job and losing your reputation. I'm going to tell you here and now exactly what happened. And I'm not going to change my story, and I've never changed my story. I mean, she was pretty defiant up there on uh, the witness stand today. Wow. I mean, you can see the the guy has his hand. I mean, you're seeing the front view, but – the the place where his hand leads to, where his arm leads to, it's on her. It's on her ass. It's blatantly on her ass. Hundred percent. And his uh, attorney tried to say that wouldn't the skirt be like lifted in the front or you know somehow adjusted weird if you know his hand were you know on her ass and she's like, come on, you know where my ass is? It's in the back, you know. And the shot is from the front, but even from the front, you can clearly see where that hand is. I mean, I've seen the photo. I saw it six months ago or whenever they first released it, and I was like, oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like when I first saw it, I, I did, I have to admit, I laughed. I thought it was funny. I was like, that dude just blatantly just grabs her ass. And uh, I, I didn't even realize he was fired. So I guess he kind of like destroyed his career in the whole group that uh, like wasn't really worth it. Well, and here's the thing, too. His employer did um, – their own separate investigation outside of this whole entire case. And within two days of the incident happening back in 2013, they found him to be deceitful and lying about it. And they fired him two days later. So within 48 hours of the incident happening, happening, he lost his job. And so, um, you know, listen, if your employer is finding you guilty and deceitful and everything else, 
why do you think you even have a case when it comes to Taylor Swift? That's when I go, that's your money grab. She's not asking for money from you. She's like, you already destroyed your career. You didn't need me. Now, did she, which I don't know this answer, but did she say anything like as it was happening or afterwards or? She did not. And, and this, this is a very big thing when it comes to women. And we struggle with this all of the time. Uh, you know, she said something along the lines of thank you for coming or thank you. Cause it was a meet and greet. And so it was one of those VIP ticket situations. And okay. as women, we're taught to be polite and I'm sure your daughter has struggled with this too. Um, and it's probably worth a conversation, honestly, uh, because we've been taught to be polite and not make a fuss and not to be rude and not to call things out. And, she was just being nice to a fan. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't want, she probably worries about people going to Taylor Swift was rude and obnoxious and blah, 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 and shot back. Um, But then, you know, as, as things came to pass, she was really upset and she told her mother about it um, because you start feeling like that was really uncomfortable. And I honestly, I cannot tell you how many times, like I've had a situation where I'm like, why didn't I say something? I was too worried about being polite instead of fighting for myself, even if it's just something verbal. Um, Sure. And yeah, and I, I have gone to a point where, you know, I'm older and I'm like, I'm not going to worry about this. I will, I will say something and be like, that was a bit rude or whatever. Um, but when you're in your twenties, I'll tell you, for, and I think Taylor was 23 when this happened. Gosh, it is so hard to speak up because we are taught as women not to fight back. We're boys. It's just like, you could say something, you could fight, you could slap them and, and be like, good job. So it's really kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, I mean, she was definitely in a situation where at in the moment she she did what she could. There, If she would have turned around and hit him, she'd have been sued. If she would have, you know, called him out right there, half the country would have been calling her a bitch. Like, it, it, she was stuck, you know, and she was probably shocked about the guy's, you know, boldness as well because I'm sure she sees tons and tons and tons of people for these pictures and stuff. And apparently, you know, this is, is at least the first time that we're hearing about. So I'm sure she was like, no, this isn't happening. Like, so she had to be in denial for a minute because, I mean, it's so blatantly disrespectful that I, I yeah. And I'm going to also say this, and I'm going to throw this out here because I know a few people are probably thinking it in their heads. She was, because she said that he touched her bare butt, um, I'm going to guess that she had probably thong underwear or something like that on, or maybe boy shorts where, like, you know, the bottom part of the butt hangs out. Um, And people are going to be like, well, why didn't you have full coverage underneath your skirt? You cannot blame what people are wearing um, when people get assaulted or raped or anything else like that. And so I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, If you're thinking it, stop that line of thinking. Well, and I think the thing that tells the most for me is that by letting this go to court and by taking the stand, the only one if this has anything to lose is is Taylor Swift. If she were to lose this, it would be devastating, I think, to, you know, her reputation. And, that you know, that would be a mistake because all she wants is justice. She's not looking for money. I just... If there's too many factors that are in her favor for it to not be true. Well, absolutely. And, and here's the other thing. We go, we go in circles about this all the time. Why would she lie about this random DJ from Denver? Absolutely. Like, what is the point? And it's the yeah, same thing when I look back. Gain. Nothing to gain. And I even look at it. 
when I go back to the Cosby case and all these women and people are like, they're lying. It's a witch hunt. I'm like, you know what? For a lot of them, they can't do anything in court. Criminally, you know, they can't charge him. Civilly, nothing can be done. Uh, And they're throwing themselves out there and their reputations on the line because so many people are going to discredit them. Sorry. You know what? Bill Cosby has admitted to giving some type of drug to women at certain times uh, to relax them. Come on. Like that's, that's the stuff that gets me really frustrated. So there's no reason for Taylor Swift to make this up. No reason. No, but can, I mean, the balls on this guy too, to try and, and turn it around and be like, he's destroying my character. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bro, you don't have any character. You know what I mean? Like, come on. You don't know how to spell character. <laughs> here's my big question and I, I, I wonder because obviously he has a bit of a chip on the shoulder he's got an ego I wonder if he was like I'm going to do this case most likely because a lot of, of celebrities will just settle out of court just to make it go away and then she was like oh no 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 I'm going to fight back on this and I wonder if he was like oh my god I can't like let go now because if I like drop this case then it's just going to make me look like a bigger ass so he's moving forward with this case, and now it's just going to make him look like a giant ass. I I would be willing to bet it at some point in time somebody sat this dude down and was like, "Look, just admit it, and this will go away." And he was like, "Hell no." He yeah, has that now he has no girlfriend, no job, <laughs> no reputation. <clears throat> so uh, he's still not um he's still not employed anywhere. Is that what the story is too? Well, I guess he was in radio, so I'm sure he's holding down some type of job, but not his dream job. And, and listen, all of us that work um, in the media of some sort, there is a little bit of ego that goes in, you know, along with what we do. You know, we like to be talking to people and people listening to us or paying attention, of course. So when you go from a radio personality or whatever to, you know, maybe he's working a regular desk job somewhere, um, you don't have that attention anymore. <laughs> I'm so angry at this. If I found out that this dude was working a desk job, I would print out pictures and post them all around that neighborhood and in that office, <laughs> letting everybody know who he was. Because it's so just, I mean, I, I know, I, like, I'm a guy, so I'm inside his head. And, he's been, and he was just like, yo, I got this. And um, he just did whatever he wanted, and he didn't, I mean, he didn't give a shit. That's, oh, I hate this dude so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, exactly. And, you know, and this is what I'm hoping with all of this. Like, I'm hoping that we're teaching this, you know, generation of, like, teens and, you know, young women in their 20s, like, don't take it. Because a lot of us did. And, I mean, it was a lot worse, I think, when my mom was, um, probably a secretary in the 60s and things like that, late 60s, early 70s. But you hope that with each generation, the impact is less and less and less, and it occurs less frequently. And we educate our young boys and young men that this is not acceptable, and you should stand up if you see something for another woman um, and be like, hey, dude, stop that, Uh, because I think that that helps change the cycle. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, and it's hard because we have we have a president who thinks it's okay to just grab him by the. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> 
Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. But, yeah, um, you are. But, okay, we're the pussy cat. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing. I'll lessen the blow so I don't want to offend anyone. But, you know, it, it, here's the thing. You know, it, it is. It's one of those things. And look at Donald Trump is from a different generation where stuff like that was more acceptable. And while he calls it locker room talk, in our generation, we call it assault. It's just different time, different place. It's not, right. I don't care who it's coming from. I, I agree. I totally agree. So I, I know we have limited time. So what, what other story you want to throw out there? Yeah, what other, I'm like, what other good story? Oh, you know, here's the interesting one. Um, and this has been uh, kind of a weird week, but um, Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt are breaking up. Um, and this has been a story that has been kind of ongoing for about two years. There's been lots of whispers about their marriage. There's been lots of whispers about infidelity on his side, um, on her side, maybe, maybe uh, some um, alcohol problems, perhaps, like, not really sure. So they're, they're all alleged, and you, know, you hear whispers and things like that. So when I heard the announcement on Sunday, I was like, I was not surprised. Um, and they're, they're kind of putting up the family front of just saying, you know, different careers, different goals, different ideas of what family is. But you have to remember when they got married, she was the big star. He was kind of the chubby guy that was doing a little bit of TV on a show that wasn't all that successful at the time until it kind of caught on in season two. And then he became the bigger star with Guardians of the Galaxy. And his career is now taking him all over the world. Um, And, you know, that's a tough thing to adjust to. It's not just like, hey, you know, I'm going to be sort of famous. I mean, he's he's A-list famous. Right, right. Which do you think, like, that that alone, like, just changed him? I I think it does. Yeah, I I think it does. Um, and, And look, I... I've seen it happen amongst friends of mine on lower levels of fame. Um, and it does get to your head sometimes. It's, um, you know, and again, the ego is a thing. and I, We've all had moments of it. Um, but it is. It's nice to get recognized for your work and people, you know, finding out who you are. But when you do reach that, like, Tom Cruise level, you know, George Clooney, Meryl Streep, there, there's something about it. And you have to really find a great way to keep grounded. And if you don't... Um, it becomes very hard because you start believing your own hype. And, um, I, you know, who talked about it great uh, in that in an L.A. Times article, and I think we might have mentioned it, but uh, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, he said, I started believing my own hype, and I just became, like, the biggest ass in the world. And so I realized, like, just one day, like, I woke up, and I wasn't being my authentic self anymore, and I didn't know who I was. You know, when you're living off of, like, people praising you all the time no one's saying no to you Uh, you know that's a Justin Bieber right there like those are the disaster cases so he was kind of able to sort of like dial it back he got rid of his house in LA which he just bought a new one but you know he went back to Florida and drove his truck and just was like I'm gonna be the person who I really am and who I was raised by my mother as and I mean I think there's something to be said for being able to be married in Hollywood, especially when you reach a certain level. I mean, if you if you look at Chris Pratt's schedule compared to her schedule, like, you have to be comfortable and confident enough to be away from each other for long periods of time. You have to be okay with, you know, the crappy magazines saying that everyone's having an affair with everyone else. And, uh, I mean, it, it probably does seriously take its toll on every relationship. 
Yes, 100%. And I will tell you that, uh, you know, marriage is hard no matter where you live. I do think marriage in Hollywood is extra hard. Um, Careers, you know, ebb and flow. And that even happens with A-listers where they're everything and then they're nothing. We've seen it happen time and again. And, you know, she's successful herself. I don't want to diminish that. She's a series regular, you know, on Mom. But, um, you know, she doesn't have, like, the mega level of fame that he's experiencing right now. And women are probably throwing themselves at him, big numbers. They don't care that he's married and has a child. They don't care at all. They just want to get together with Chris Pratt. And you know what? I don't care who you are. It does take a strong person to be able to say no all the time. Every single time someone throws themselves at you or slips you a number, you have to say no. You know, I. no one's perfect. No one's human. I, I don't think affairs are a great thing ever, but I've got to tell you, if it's happening uh, on a daily basis, you, every day you have to be like, nope, 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 nope. I'm with, you know, my wife, my family, even though they're 10,000 miles away, 20,000 miles away. No, it's funny because I could just imagine that. I guess, you know, she's sitting down talking to her friends who are like, oh, who's Chris working with today? And she's like, yeah, uh, Zoe Zaldana, Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> Colby Smulders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then you're feeling like, wait, it is, it's totally tough. And here's the thing, too. Yeah, you know, we're always like, oh, the affair, the affair, this, the affair, that. It's a fan. Half the time, it's not the, affan- the, the fan that they're having the affair with. It's oftentimes their co-star because you're, you're on this enclosed environment for three months at a time, and you're intimately working with someone, and both of your spouses are away, and you're lonely, and, you know, everyone has needs. Hello, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Like, that's what happened on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um. But again, like you also made a vow to someone else and you made a choice to be married to someone. So you have to make that choice to also turn down the other person that you're like, I'm a little bit attracted to them. I'm like going down a slippery slope. So, you know, we'll see what happens because I've I've heard whispers. um, I want to see how this plays out because I feel like there's more to the story than just like our schedules and, you know, different ideas of what family is. I think I think there is definitely more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sadly so, though. One thing or two real quick I, I just wanted to throw out there before uh, before you end up going. Um, a story we talked about last week, it's funny, it came up in my news feed today on LinkedIn, um, and it was just a picture of, uh, uh, like, the set, like, uh, door. What, what's uh, Kevin James' show? Kevin, Kevin Can Wait or something? And it yeah. said, uh, it was like the door, I guess, leading to the set and it said like live taping or whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? But, and the person posted, I didn't even realize, like, I, I'm like connected to this person on LinkedIn, but it's Leah Remini's sister. And she titled it, uh, I'm so excited the family is back together. And I was like, ooh, that's, 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 that's tough. Erin Hayes is like having a tantrum somewhere and I don't blame her. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's a tough one. And also, Glow was picked up for season two, by the way, for Netflix. So I don't know if you guys had watched that whole series. I loved it. It is officially back. I I, I loved it as well. I I think I love uh, Friends from College a little bit more, but but I definitely enjoyed it. (laughs) You know what I loved about Friends from College? 
everyone was despicable. Like, no <laughs> one had any redeeming qualities. They were all just despicable. And for some weird reason, I'm like, why the hell are they all friends? Because they're all so horrible to each other. But at the same time, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Okay, so um, what do you think besides a, a family wedding? And being sick. Family wedding, being sick. Uh, I'm back on the set of So You Think You Can Dance every Monday. So uh, that's been fun. We're broadcasting live at dancenetwork.tv after the East Coast broadcast, if you care about the cast. And uh, we've got Vanessa Hudgens as the judge, so we always get her, which is fantastic. Um, And then, you know, Emmy season actually starts this coming week. We're going to be doing a lot of the receptions for the nominees. Uh, So believe it or not, three and a half, four weeks are going to be kind of crazy. It'll be fun. Oh, cool. And how about um, Dancing with the Stars? When is that? Uh, when do we find out who's going to be the next season? They haven't announced what date they're announcing the cast, but you know we're starting to hear little drips and drabs. You know they had Ashon Spicer. Um, people are thinking Ashley Tisdale. She's been hinting at something that maybe you know from High School Musical. Maybe she's going to do it, or is she dropping a new album? We're not really sure yet. But I have a feeling in the next couple of weeks, we will start hearing leaks about who might be on season 25. But that show starts uh, season 25 on September 18th. Ooh, they better hurry up and let us know. Yes, it's coming up really fast. We've got to make envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I hope you feel better um, in the family wedding and your travels. And uh, we'll be talking next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. See you soon. All right, there she goes, Kristen Burt. You can find her all over social media. Look for her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Just look for Kristen Burt, K-R-I-S-T-Y-N-B-U-R-T-T. K-R-I-S-T-Y-N-B-U-R-T-T. And caught it, and I caught it, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if she caught it. But she said her first kind of a curse word. In, I, she's been on the show for what, three years now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> were, were you Slowly taken back by that? Like, I, I was, it actually. It froze me, dude. It really did. That's fun. Like, I, like, I don't expect her to say stuff like that. And then she did. I was like, wow. Like, Kristen is real. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Um, that's so freaking awesome. <clears throat> All right, let's um you know what, let's uh let's bang it out early. Let's get it done and over with and then we can just like talk the rest of the night. Let's do our commercial break now and uh we'll come back in three minutes and uh we got a whole lot of talking to go do. So uh stay tuned and uh call in. we'll take some calls. Seven one eight five oh eight nine eight eight three, call in with a topic. Tell us what you want to talk about. See in three. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. 
Handwritten on 8.5 inch by 11 inch aged parchment paper and using smudge free ink to produce original high quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscause.com Looking for that perfect gift for your ghoul friend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. This is Danielle Brisebois, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. All right, welcome back to Ninja Radio. So, what's going on, guys? So, uh, anything you guys want to throw out there first before I start throwing things out there? Jim, are we back already? <laughs> Three minutes goes quick, man. I was in the bathroom. I ain't going to lie. It was worth it. <laughs> but it, it, it especially was, when you're in the bathroom, it goes quick, don't it? It does. So sad. I was scanning them. Scanning. Bit of freaking update. Freaking Windows the scanner's not working. <clears throat> so, all right. Well, I, I'll throw something out there. Let's start. I, I, we can start with, I guess, with sadness. Um, uh, it came out uh, Sunday night that we lost uh, the one and only Dutch Darren Dalton, uh, legendary Phillies catcher, uh, a captain of uh, Macho Row, that '93 Phillies team. Um, really sad 
um, you know, you know, sometimes when you hear like, uh, you know, celebrities or sports stars passings, um, and, and you're like, oh man, yeah, okay. But sometimes they sting. That was one that stung. It really did. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Glenn Campbell. So I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> really? Come on, did you were in 1993? But it's it's baseball, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean the only thing I despise more than baseball is Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Kane. Oh, dude, you're killing me. How about you, Janetti? Uh. I know who he is, obviously, and, and yeah, it's it's quite sad. I'm not really a baseball fan as as much, you know. I'm a Philly fan, just because Philadelphia, you know, team. But overall, baseball and basketball are not my deal. Hockey and and football, absolutely. But, yeah, it is yeah, sad though. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest uh, uh, Phillies fan myself, or, or baseball fan, I should say. Um, but I was a fan, a, a huge fan of that 93 team. Like it was weird. Like that year, um, those couple years, as a matter of fact, um, it was just something me and I, I was hanging, uh, me and my buddy, Anthony, um, we were just hanging together a lot then. And we would literally go every Sunday to the Phillies game, just about, you know, we would start drinking, um, Sunday morning and then head down to the, to the vet and get down there and drink some more <coughs> and sit in 700 level for like six bucks and watch the Phillies. And, um, they were just a fun team to, um, to watch, to root for, because they were, they were just a bunch of, they were a bunch of derelicts, you know, the whole, uh, macho row. They were just a bunch of uh, long haired guys that, um, like to drink beer and do their job of baseball. And uh, Darren Dalton was, you know, the captain of that team. And he was the one who um, he had the, 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 the pretty boy looks that all the girls loved, which made all the girls uh, Phillies fans. And um, which was, it, which made it even better to go to the Phillies games because now there was all types of girls in the stands where, you know, that was a rarity. And, um, yeah, so it just, uh, he, he was, uh, he had cancer and it was actually like a few years back. Um, he found out he had brain cancer and he had, um, uh, two tumors removed initially. And within two years time, they said he was cancer free and you really haven't heard nothing since that was in 2015. They said he was cancer free. And you really hadn't heard nothing over the last couple of years. And I know he had made like appearances here and there at the Phillies games and stuff like that for special occasions and everything seemed to be going okay. And then literally two weeks ago, uh, Lenny Dykstra, his former teammate and also Dykstra, who was the one he was in the, the well-known car accident with where they were both shit face drunk and, uh, they crashed in the back roads out the main line. Um, uh, he he made a, an announcement or went on I don't know if it was an interview or took to social media or whatever it was, but uh, said how um, uh, he had just talked and visited uh, Dutch and 
uh, he's got only days to live that the cancer was back. It was like, wow, like that was sudden. That was out of nowhere. And last this past Sunday night, um, laying in bed and the the thing came over uh, over the news. Like, uh, you know, th- that last half hour of the news they do on Sunday nights from 1030 to 11 is like the week recap of sports. And it was like five minutes in. They're like breaking news. We just got the news that uh, Darren Dalton passed away. And I was just like, oh, man, so sad. Big blow to Philly sports history, man. Really is. So rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace to Dutch. So I, I, I guess we could <clears throat> do a rest of peace Glenn Campbell now, which, Nick, I'll let you do that one because <laughs> you were ready for that one. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the guy has had one hell of a career, you know what I mean? Like, how do you even begin to talk about it, you know what I mean? He, uh, just You're talking about a guy that has, like, ten Grammys, ten American Music Awards, he was in movies from, like, 1965 to 2014. You know what I mean? Like, he had this group. The guy that Paul McCartney said was one of the best guitar players in the world. You know what I mean? Like, it's – and you can see after his death, there was an outpouring of just other artists and musicians that wanted to sort of pay tribute. And, uh, it was, I mean, it was a, I think it was amazing. You know what I mean? You're talking about a guy that gave Steve Martin his first job writing comedy. You know what I mean? Like, that's there's, there's, that's an irreplaceable death as far as I'm concerned. Uh, now, I had no idea about that one. What, what do you mean he gave uh, Steve Martin his first job? Well, yeah, that, I, a lot of people don't know, but, I mean, he's been – He's been around not just in the music in the industry, but in movies and TV, and and he did soundtracks and stuff like that. And he did a, he had a variety show. And Steve Martin was hired. It was the you know the first thing that he ever really, you know, did. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that one. No, and. It's, it's amazing, sucks that we didn't have. It sucks we didn't have the more time with Kristen because that uh, he was somebody who we talked about. Um, I mean, it was maybe a year ago or more um, where that documentary came out about Glenn Campbell with the the Alzheimer's. Am I correct? Yeah. Oh man! Did you ever end up seeing that movie, Nick? I haven't yet. I just. Uh... I mean, you know how it is. I, the list is so long. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it was, uh, I'm looking it up here just real quick, and it was uh, the Glenn Campbell Good Time Hour. And actually, before he was writing, he gave Steve Martin a job playing the banjo on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's wild. I mean, the guy had some, I think it was 58 studio albums. Holy cow. <laughs> right, right. Like, I mean. Think about that crazy. for a second. You figure, at one average, 10, uh, 10 songs per album. That's almost 600 freaking songs. Yeah. 
It was it, it was fifty eight studio albums, six live albums, and then he did the soundtrack for like seven movies. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and uh, his latest is being released. It was released in June, and it was audio. It was his goodbye to his fans because he knew, you know what I mean, that that, that it was coming. He, he, yeah. So, so wait, he he did an album and literally called it Adios. Adios, yeah. And it just came out last month or June. Yeah, well, first they did a documentary on the Glenn Campbell album where it's like uh, him t- going through like his, his diagnosis and trying to still be on tour with his kids and playing for the fans. And eventually he ended up in like a long-term care facility. Um, but to coincide with the release of the documentary, which uh, I don't know if it's out now or if it came out already, um, but his final studio is Adios, his studio album. So, and it was June 9th, 2017. And that's sort of his, uh, his goodbye. Now that's got to, um, <laughs> I, I know how to put it, but like it, it's, um, it's gotta be a sad, uh, uh, you know, it, I'm trying to like, I I know what I want to say, but I'm trying to say it. But like sad yet ballsy thing to do. You know what I mean? That like it takes a lot of courage yeah. to do so. I mean that's fucking deep. <laughs> that's fucking deep. It is, yeah. And, and before that, he did like a farewell tour. Like I have Alzheimer's, and I'm not going to be able to do this again. So this is the last concert. You know what I mean? Like. Now I know too. Like I saw um, on the news, <coughs> when when did he die? Was it two days ago? I guess. Yeah, the eighth. Yeah. Uh, so the other night on the news, um, you know, as they were talking about him and all, they were showing, um, or maybe it was on one of them, like shows or whatever, the entertainment shows. Um, uh, his daughter was showing how he would ask her to. Um, either, I guess, videotape him and put it online of him playing guitar so he could still show his fans he could still play. Yeah. And it's interesting because they said that he remembered the lyrics to his songs well after people thought he shouldn't be able to, but they those are ingrained in his long-term memory, and the first thing to go is your short-term memory. So despite the fact that sometimes he wouldn't recognize his own daughter in the room with him, he knew all the words to to Rhinestone Cowboy. Wow. Yeah, you know, let's. I I gotta pull that up. I mean. Oh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. I mean, this dude has some old school songs too. I mean, you you can go around and ask. He's not very many people are gonna be able to just name off some of his hits. No, like I mean that that this has to be his biggest hit, correct? I think so. Yeah, I, I think there was like Wichita Lineman, and by the time I get to Phoenix, that were pretty big hits. But this is definitely the biggest most mainstream hit. Oh, 
I remember being a kid and this being all over the place when it was out. Are you playing it? Can you hear it? Not at all. No. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Well, that could fuck up everything for later. Yeah, I was just going to say, when you just said, oh, fuck, it sounded an awful lot like Nick. I didn't get a chance to make that audacity file, bro. Uh, <laughs> not at all. I, I didn't get uh, Tone's list until 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, all right, well, y- you know what? Here's... um. Are, let's let me ask you this: Are you able to log into the system and stay online while I reboot? It'll take me like a minute. Let me see. It's been a while since I've been in the the system, but it should still let me. Unless you might have changed the password, though. I'll uh, hang on. I can tell you that. All right, I'll let you know when I get in here. It should take okay. too long here. <laughs> but um, let me uh, let me scroll through my list there. Oh, man. There there was a couple of good topics too. I wanted to talk to Kristen about. How about uh, did you see Aaron Car- Carter came out as bisexual? Yeah, I do you do you even believe that? Like do you think that's true? Not at all. I don't okay. believe it at all. <laughs> Me neither. Like I'm just not buying it at all. I, I think this is like a total grab at uh trying to boost career and to try to like come out and say that he's like this he's been struggling with himself because he's bisexual, but I don't believe it for one fucking bit. Right, and and that's the most beautiful part is he doesn't have to prove it; he just has to say it. You know what I mean? Like mm. nobody's going to well, question him, and he's getting fifteen more minutes of fame. It, yeah, here, here's the thing: he just won. No matter what, <laughs> no matter what he did, no matter what he said, he just won because. When was the last time that you two ever spoke that name? Well, uh, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. It was about a year and a half ago when he started going about how Hillary Duff was the love of his life and all this nonsense. So the love of his life was a woman. I'm just throwing that out there. You know what? We had one of his exes on. Oh, really? Yeah, what was her name? The one that was doing the furniture now? Oh, fuck. Oh, I don't know. I forget her name. Well, we got to get her back on then. As a matter of fact, she had just she just posted like uh last week as a matter of fact, and I was like I like I can't remember her name. I forget like yeah, we've had so many freaking people on, um, but I uh, 
I saw her. I was like, oh, yeah, we had her on the show. It was a picture of her and her husband, how much uh, she loves her husband. Yeah, get her on to talk about this kid. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. I just need Bay to ask her if she ever had any inkling that he was. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Another friend of the show, uh, Reggie Wu from Heaven's Edge, who we had on a few times. He just posted a picture. Now, first off, Reggie is, uh, you know, Reggie is like, he's like a rock star dude. You know what I mean? Like, he's, you know, played around the world and, you know, he's done the rock star thing. Um, This fucking dude eats. Like, like I want to eat. Like, he eats McDonald's almost every day. He eats cheesesteaks. He eats all the best fucking food. And he's a stick. And it drives me insane. And he's always posting pictures of food. He just posted a picture. He's at Wegman Supermarket. Uh, a little container of ice cream. It's fucking Scrapple flavor ice cream. No. Like, I wouldn't believe it unless he was holding it. Oh, that is too funny. Have you ever... You've had Scrapple. I know you have. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you want that in an ice cream? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) People are saying it's fake. I thought it was him holding it in the supermarket. But, I mean, seriously, that's the same guy who do bacon ice cream. I like bacon. I don't like it that much. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did you ever, guys ever try like the big thing? Like it came out a few years ago with the whole the whole bacon craze was really starting. Um, chocolate covered bacon. Uh, I had it at the fair one time. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I I, uh, I have a fear that it would probably destroy my love for one or both of the foods that it. Was represented. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, like I said, I like bacon and I like chocolate, but you know, this isn't Reese's Pieces or Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. You know, they they taste great together. I don't think so. <laughs> you got some <laughs> of your bacon in my chocolate. <laughs> yeah, got my chocolate all over my bacon. Oh no, I'm sorry. The peanut butter, no. yeah, it was it was a stretch, but everybody liked it. Uh-uh. I'm not well, going with and the bacon. It's, it's misleading too because it's not the kind of bacon that I think normal people eat for breakfast. It's like thick slab bacon. Right. No, I, no, yeah. I understand what you mean, but I, 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 and I've seen what it is. I just don't know if I would sit there and you know and enjoy that. I'm not the salt sweet kind of guy, you know. At the same time, I, I, I one right. or the other. You know, so. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, my my love for chocolate was almost destroyed in my youth uh, because I got a hold. I was in my uh, my grandmother's house and I got a hold of that baking chocolate. Oh, yeah. And it came in bars. It came in <laughs> bars, right? And it was up there, and I went and I popped a piece off, and I stopped that sucker in my. Oh my God! I almost threw up. No, 
it's funny because my wife, she loves dark chocolate, and she likes, like, 93% dark, like, super bitter. And, yeah, dude, that that's foul. I was like, ah. And Grandma, <laughs> let me do it. She let me do it. She's like, go ahead, have fun. Yeah, yeah but uh-uh. it's deceptive because it's in little squares, just like a Hershey bar. It is. That's what I mean. It's in bars, <laughs> and you break break a few of them fuckers off, man. Pop them in your mouth, and uh, uh, what the hell? <laughs> I don't break a kid, man. I don't break a kid of, of, of liking chocolate. Oh, that's too funny. Well, you know, when I had it at the fair, I had it at the same time that they had, like, chocolate-dipped scorpions. Like, that was the theme that year, was chocolate-dipped yeah. everything. Yeah, Dude. you got to be kidding me. that. <laughs> My wife had, like, it was a grub, a mealworm hamburger. Oh. Yeah, yeah, chocolate-dipped scorpions, all kinds of weird shit. Dude, Dude. Yeah, there is no, there is no way. That that is not a grub meal. You know what that is? They got that fucking they got that meat out of the maggot pile, and those are maggots in that motherfucker. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. They sold you a bill of goods. Fuck that. What? Hey Nick, uh, you you messaged me last week and we went off the air. You were like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I got stung by a scorpion. What the fuck? <laughs> How do you get stung by a scorpion in your face, no less? It's the weirdest thing, man. Like, I don't remember it happening, but I remember waking up and my face hurting. And uh, when we went and saw the doctor, and he, he, like, he peeled it back, he took, like, the scab off and cleaned it up, and he was like, first I thought it was a spider bite, you know, because, uh, I don't know, shit happens. Sometimes there's spiders, I guess. And uh, huh. he was like, nah, dude, he's like, there's, uh, there's only one pinhole, so... It's got, it was probably some some sort of scorpion, and uh, it it was rough for a while. It was like this like black circle around it. I was like I was on meth, like picking at my face and stuff, dude. Like, yeah, it, it was no fun. I don't give you a negative attitude. <laughs> so I have no idea like where it came from. And I don't know if it happened in my sleep or while I was in the pool or, you know what I mean? But somewhere along the way, it got me. And that's like the fourth time that I've been (laughs) stung, so. By a scorpion? Yeah. Really? I thought you, like, like, that can kill you. Uh, There's only one kind in this part of the world that's like super dangerous and I don't even think that one's like instant death there are some that are in Australia and other places where they're 100% lethal not in Arizona though there's a bark scorpion and that one's like the most poisonous that definitely wasn't what got me interestingly enough during the same week, I found out that Arizona has these Sonoran desert frogs that secrete, like, poison out of the back of their ear and their eyes. And, like, if your dog bites it, it it'll kill them 100%. Crazy shit. I never knew that. I've been out here for 10 years. 
Okay, Ooh. that's just fucking creepy. Right? Yeah. So now you got to watch it from... <clears throat> huh? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know about them down here. They, they, oh, you got them too? Any of the frogs. Any of the frogs that you, you know, can't let the dog touch them because they all secrete something. You know, some will just make it sick, but some of them down here will kill the dog too. Oh, jeez. And the smaller ones are the worst ones. Yep, because the younger ones can't control uh, what how much they release, so it's super potent. So, all right, I, I rebooted the computer. Let me uh, all right. let me see if you can hear this now. How's that? No. Well, so, not at first, but then we started to hear it. Oh, all right, yes, Play I turned again. it on. Singing the same old song. Oh, yeah, you can hear? Okay, cool. Maybe, because I had it down low so we can talk over it. Maybe I just had it too low. So, so something I, I really wanted to discuss tonight, a couple of things I wanted to discuss, but this is one of them. Last night... We went to see um, Roger Waters, which um, it was a anniversary present I, for Jess and I. I uh, she's a big Floyd fan, Roger Waters fan, um, and she's always wanted to go. So I got her tickets, surprised her with it. But um, <clears throat> so we go last night. was at the Wells Fargo, which um, the show itself is just – it was an amazing show. Really, uh, between the light show and uh, – the, the visual show that he puts on it's an amazing show like props but here's my complaint and it has nothing to do with Roger Waters, Pink Floyd, the music the songs, anything to do with that it's about the fucking building, the Wells Fargo Center and I'm sure it goes for any other center across this country and any fucking plane can be involved in this too because it really just is irking me to no end. How how do they expect people to sit in these fucking seats? They are child size. Like yeah, I, I, I dude. I I mean seriously, <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. I was like having anxiety attacks. Like when we first got there, we got there. Show started was supposed to start at eight. Started like eight fifteen, and uh, we got there at, like seven thirty, and we got up to our seats. I was having fucking anxiety attacks that I would have to get up and let people walk by to get to their seats because yeah. I, I was like, how am I going to get up out of the seat? I like was in complete paranoid mode to where Jess was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go home. And I'm like, no, like I'm in my seat. I am sitting here for three fucking hours until I have to get up to leave when the show is over. I'm not fucking moving. I'm going to enjoy the show and I'm just going to have to suck it up. And that's what I did. But it was so fucking uncomfortable. And I don't understand. And it wasn't just me. Like, I, I know I'm a fat guy. And I get that. And I get I'm overweight. And, you know, I, I should take better care of myself. I, I, I take 100% fucking blame. And I, and I understand that. But I'm not the only person in this country that's overweight. There is a it's a, it's a national epidemic of obesity going on, and they make they're making and they make these seats so small 
And I'm going to take it even a step further. Clothes as well. Like, they know there's a obesity problem in the country, but yet it's so hard for overweight people to find fucking clothes. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm totally with you. Like, these seats in the airplanes and in the arenas and stuff, they're, sometimes they're 12 and 14 inches wide, like a foot. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, that's, uh, that, I mean, that's, it's just total bullshit. I, I'm sure it has something to do with capacity and being able to oh, sell sure. more tickets, but it's not worth it. How about they just, like, don't build one extra Starbucks in the place? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like one, take one seat off and, and the end of every row. Yeah. Give everybody that extra two inches. You know what I mean? Like, I would even if they had somewhere in the middle section, if they even just had a, a couple rows of like extra wide seats for an additional price, I would gladly pay that. Now, I, 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 I was it's tempted. It's not just the seats; it's the like there is no walkway. You can't sit there and have somebody walk past you. It's, like, impossible. Everybody has to sort of stand up and lean in towards their chair. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's just absolutely fucking brutal. And it's... Dude, I was literally sitting there last night and I really thought about this when you talked about how Glenn Campbell said, like, adios to his... um, with the with the album, I was literally sitting there thinking to myself last night, this might actually be the last time I will be come to the Wells Fargo Center because I just can't enjoy a show comfortably. And, and you know what though, dude? Like, just spring for the tickets with the leather seats. There's gotta be a club box or something like that right. that has nice big comfy seats. You may have to go to less concerts, but you'll be a hell of a lot more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what's going to have to end up happening. But I, I totally, um, I was just so frustrated, and it's, it's, you know, then we got to what? We have to spend extra money for those seats. Yeah. To be comfortable, and it's like the clothes. Then we have to, like, if we want to get a, a bigger size clothes, you have to go to the quote-unquote big and tall section where they charge you ridiculous amounts of money for these fucking clothes. I do a lot of my shopping at Burlington Coat Factory because it's one of the only uh, even semi, like, uh, stores left that has, like, an actual plus-size department for guys. Every one of them has them for women but there's hardly any for guys. You know, and I'm glad you said it, because I was going <coughs> to ask you, where do you um, shop for clothes? Well, I mean, now a lot of it I do on Amazon, because Amazon rules the world, but, you know, that's where I used to go. Hmm. Interesting. Now, let me ask Janetti. <coughs> now, Janetti's nowhere near, like, the size of us, like, for a, you're a normal-sized human being, a normal-sized guy. Like, for a normal-sized guy, how comfortable is it for you? 
Like, do you still feel that uncomfortableness? What, in sitting in those seats? Yeah. In the seats or plane seats or? Yeah. No, I have very broad shoulders. So plane seats for me are miserable if I'm sitting in the middle. Okay. Right. Because then I'm like, I, you know, I have to, I have to shrug my shoulders in to, to, you know, so I'm not like popping back and forth on people. Right. Uh, but yeah, other than that, no. Sitting in the seat itself is is not uh, much of a problem. Um, I'm not sure. I went to Citizens Park, the new park that they have over there. Uh, <coughs> yeah, that was the last time. Honestly, I sat in like some kind of you know festival seat uh, or or that kind of seat for a, a venue, and it wasn't bad. You know, I wouldn't want to sat there for three hours. Well, I did. <laughs> but yeah, it's you know it wasn't the greatest, but it really wasn't an issue. Oh man! <laughs> well, I I feel what you're saying though, babe, because and and I won't say who it is, but I have a friend, and and I was talking to him about like you know what, dude, you gotta come out to Arizona. You haven't been out here in years, and. uh he was like straight up. He was just like, if I didn't have to fly out there, I I would have been out there ten times by now. You know what I mean? Like it, the planes just suck anymore. And, and that's that's where it's so wrong, man. It's just so. Um, it's it's pre- I mean, am I wrong? I mean, it's just out and out just fucking prejudice towards fat people. It really is. Yeah, I think that is one of the last acceptable prejudices. You know, if you're a, a if you're a uh, middle-aged white guy or fat or a fat middle-aged white guy, you're pretty much open season. Right. You're screwed. Bottom line. And, and they don't like. I know there was a there was a thing recently too about the airlines. Like, wasn't there like somebody doing like a class action lawsuit? I I I know there's a couple going on right now, but I, I yeah, like there's a lot. They I mean they do shady shit. Like they'll let you get all the way onto the plane, sitting in your seat, and then they'll be like starting to taxi out, and then they'll come to your seat and be like, uh, you have to buy us another seat or else we're not going to let you fly. And and you'll be like, why do I have to buy another seat? Nobody's sitting next to me. You know what I mean? Like, And they're like, no, you still have to pay double. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, that's fucked up. Like, what if you're you're sitting there and, I mean, not for, not, for nothing, what if you can't afford it? You're like, uh, I, I don't have the money. And it's funny because that happened to me. Um, I had gone back to Pennsylvania because one of my brothers was really sick, and it was a it had one layover in Houston. So I flew okay. from Phoenix to Houston and had no problems. And then in Houston, as I was getting on the plane, they pulled me aside to tell me they needed me to pay a hundred dollar upgrade to go to business class because the seats are bigger there. And I didn't have it, and I was just like, like I threw a fit. I was like, you, you know, you're gonna leave me in Houston. You know what I mean? Like I have not only this flight, but a return flight that I don't know what's gonna happen. And they ended right. up making a deal with me for a hundred dollars to upgrade to business class 
on all of it. So it was worth it. But, I mean, I didn't have it. I had to call somebody and borrow it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it sucked. And, and I was, you know, a thousand miles from home. Dude, that's fucked up. Like, Absolutely, dude. They literally shook you down. I mean, that's that's just fucking for a hundred fucking dollars. I mean, it's crazy it, it, because the seat next to you is empty and they don't care. They're like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not inconveniencing any. The crazy shit is, too, Bay. Sometimes they'll charge you for two seats, but that doesn't mean the seat next to you will be empty. They'll still oh no. Now what uh what airline is that dude? You have to say the fucking airline. It was Delta. Wow. Yeah. I was on American Airlines first and then switched over to a Delta after a layover. And American Airlines was awesome. No problem whatsoever. Delta sucked. Holy shit. I ended up taking Southwest back, and uh, no problems there either. Like, Delta are just assholes. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. Now, let me ask you this, because I've never sat in, quote-unquote, business class or first class. Is there a noticeable difference in the seat size? Huge fucking difference. Like, not only is it, like, four inches, five inches wider, but usually they're, like, padded leather, and they have, like, footrests, and it's not quite first class where they're bringing around champagne and hot towels, but that that had, like, a snack. Like, it was totally worth $100. Wow. Yeah. Southwest was the best one. The only problem with that is that not all Southwest planes have a business class. Right. That's fucking wild, man. But it was cool. You could get on Wi-Fi and everything. That is wild. So much more room. Like, I swear, even the air conditioner seemed to work better. (laughs) It probably did. It totally probably did. It was so worth it. If I had to fly, that's what I would do every time from now on. Wow. Personally, though, I think I would just drive. Like, I'd rather be in a car for two days than five hours on an airplane. And it cost me just about the same amount. Now, you know, it's it's crazy because, um, um, which I have to look up, I think it's November 11th, Robbie Knievel is jumping again, which, look, I, I love Robbie Knievel, I love Evil Knievel, I love the whole Knievel family, I love the whole the whole thing, but... I think Robbie's out of his fucking mind because <laughs> if anybody has ever seen, which he's posted them, if you're friends with him on Facebook, he's posted his um, x-rays from his spine. He had spinal right. surgery. <laughs> the man should probably not be on a tricycle 
let alone a motorcycle or attempting to jump a motorcycle over even a trash can. Like, it, it's, it can't end good. The impact, it just cannot Uh-oh. end good for this fucking guy. I'm, I'm honest to God, I am very scared for him. But <clears throat> he's doing this jump in November um, down in Florida. And actually, Jess said about it earlier, you know, did you see Robbie's jumping? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've been seeing he's been putting it up, you know. <clears throat> um, she's like, we should try to go. I'm like, well, it, I thought it was in North Carolina, but um, she's like, no, it's down in Florida. Maybe it's near Janetti. Uh, Ra- <laughs> I'm like, um, here it is right here. It's uh, uh, record-breaking, uh, record-breaking jump, no less. That dude is insane. Yeah, like, it's at a Harley-Davidson dealership. Where the fuck's the oh, It's in Florida, but where? Space Coast Harley. All right, let's but it can't be worth it, though, babe. Like, how many jumps can you do a year if you break a leg or uh, your spine? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, exactly. you can't get paid that much to even, like, just support himself with one jump a year like that's no. fucking insane. No, it, it, I, I'm I'm going to find this fucking photo, but it's in now Janetti. I mean, if you've even heard of this place, Palm Bay, Palm Florida. Bay. Yeah. Um, let me see. Here. I've been through it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure how much distance is in. So you want to go to the jump, though? So uh, that she was like, "Yeah, we should, we should do that. We should do like a you know family thing. Go down. We can see Janetti. It's an hour, and, uh, it's an hour and fifty-four minutes from me. So two hours. That's not bad." It's closer to it's a, it's going north for me, so I'd be going north to get to you, not south. All right, check it out, Bay. I listen. When we drove back to Philadelphia from Phoenix, I decided that I wasn't going to have a bad time. Like I I was I wasn't going to be uncomfortable. I stayed at Motel Six when I was tired. Like. But the thing is, like, we made a, an event out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, every city or whatever that we passed that had, like, a place that was on uh, Bizarre Foods or uh, the one with what was Adam whatever where he did the challenges, man right. versus food, we would stop in one of them. Like, you can have a lot of fun on a drive. Well, that's what, like, uh Marissa now, Marissa is all about flying. She'll fucking, she's like, let's fly. Let's, I want to go on a plane again. Rita is like, fuck you. I will not drive. I will not get on a plane ever again. Let's drive. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, uh, you know, I'm cool either way. But now I just sent you guys his x-ray. Look at his spine, please. And, and tell me. <laughs> right? The dude should not be jumping. 
that the dude shouldn't be walking. Like, exactly. <laughs> it looks like a sci-fi movie where they put a bomb at the base of your neck. <laughs> dude I would like I wouldn't even take a fucking back bump on pillows with that that's you know, there's nerves inside those vertebrae and they control all kinds of shit like you're breathing you know what I mean like you break the you fracture the wrong one and like you're done Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, but but you know, Nick, what you're saying totally. Like, I and I want to do that so bad. Like, I want to just pick up and just go and drive around the country and see so much. Like, there's so much out there for everybody to see, and I just want to see it. Like, I just want to go there and and just see it and experience it and just. See what it's like, even if it's for fucking five minutes, just to say, all right, you know, I I was there, I I know what it's like, I've been there. Which um, there's this dude, uh, Bobby, <coughs> which I met when I was doing like the Hooters stuff and all. Right. He's a he's like a huge sports fan, and his favorite teams are the Forty ers um, the New York Mets. And he's a big college football fan, the Oregon Ducks. Well, he, like, goes out to games. Oh, and the Chicago Blackhawks. And he goes out to their games, like, all around the country. And it's him and his dad. His mom passed away, I guess it's like five, six years ago now. So it's him and his dad, and they just get in a fucking car, dude, and they do just that. They drive all around the fucking country. Sometimes they'll fly. But for the most part, they drive all around the fucking country and just experience the country, experience these sporting events. And, yeah, man, they just they make, like you said, they, they make events out of it. They go to all these places. He's been to, like, he was, I mean, it was probably 150 Hooters or more. I, I lost count uh, how many he's been to. But he's been to so many fucking Hooters around the country. Um, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just wild, but it's a it's a totally like. I think it's something that people should do, don't you? I do, dude, and it's not like it's not as much of a challenge as people think. You know, it is like we the first time when we left Philadelphia and came to Arizona, we went like down the southern <coughs> route, and we stayed in Virginia, and we spent the night in New Orleans and Texas. And then, you know, up to Arizona, we stayed in Tombstone, and then we drove into Phoenix the next day. And and that was really cool. And and then the next time when we went from Phoenix to Arizona, we went through, like, the middle of the country, and we hit, like, the Oklahoma City Bombing Memorial and Nashville and Billy Kid's Grave. And next time we're going to go over, like, the northern route. But you're talking about, like, you could do it in five days one driver and stopping to sleep like and there's cool shit out there I mean it it may sound stupid but have you ever been to Dollywood because it's weird and amazing I've I've heard it's an awesome place we went to this place in Virginia that was called Stonehenge Bay and it was just out in the middle of a field somebody had recreated Stonehenge using foam bricks (laughs) 
the people weirdest fucking... little thing, but yeah. But we, you know, we we went to the Oklahoma City bombing memorial site. We went to Billy the Kid's grave. We went to Graceland. Um, we went and got some water out of the Mississippi River from underneath the St. Louis Arch. But you know what I mean? We drove by the Grand Old Opry in Nashville. It's cool shit. You know what I mean? Like stuff that you should experience at least once. Like. You know there's like a 12-mile-long bridge going into New Orleans? (laughs) It's like the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, but it was awesome at the same time. I would would fucking lose my mind. That's one thing I'm not crazy about is like them long fucking bridges. It has these digital screens that will tell you like, turn around, there's a wave coming. (laughs) Or they have to close the bridge down. Every, like, hundred feet, there's uh, a space so you can turn around if you need to. Now, where is this? Do you know the name of the bridge? It's Lake Pontchartrain. I'll send you a link. Yeah, send me a link, because I can't spell that. (laughs) You don't? Uh, You don't? You don't hit that going down. If you drove down 95, right? it's a straight down 95, dude. It's not, you don't touch that. Right. Yeah. So I want you to know that. 23.8 miles. No. 23 point, I'm going to send you the, the, the link to it for, for the wiki. But it's, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> oh, it's scary as shit, dude. Like, <laughs> Dude, how the fuck do you build a 23-mile bridge? Uh, yeah, slowly. <laughs> the bridges amaze me. They really do. Like, I'm I, now I'm looking at that picture, and I'm already freaking out. But you don't touch, you don't, you don't, you don't go near that bridge on the way down. Right, there is a no, way I know. to He's just saying in general, like, something to experience. Right. Yeah, because as much as it sucks, like, it's also amazing. Now, I, I see the roads going around it, so I would go around it. <coughs> like, I see a smaller <laughs> bridge to the right. There's an aerial shot. There's a much smaller bridge to the right that looks like maybe it's five miles. That's my speed. 23 fucking miles, <laughs> you're at the tree. And you oh, drove over that? Funny. Dude, I'm looking at yeah. the pictures of the whole thing. Yeah. Can like you at, am- one point, at one point, you're on it, and you're looking out, and you can't see the other side. It's just nah. all a bridge going into um, water. I'm actually getting sick looking at it. Like, I got to show all right, calm down. You're you're downstairs. You're all right. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Janetti, have you ever gone over that thing? No, I haven't gone over. I I've been close to it because I think that's where it goes from uh, uh, Louisiana, maybe over to Florida, or some places. I'm not really sure. It may, I might be wrong about it, but yeah, in Tampa they have bridges like somewhere close to that, but not anywhere close to as long. 
Well, what they yeah. do, though, is, like, that's not yeah. even close to the longest bridge in the world. You know what I mean? Really? Oh, yeah, the longest bridge in the world is in uh, Shanghai, and it's 164,000 miles. What? <laughs> you have to look sure. it up, dude. It's, uh, yeah, it's the Guinness Book. It's the longest bridge in the world. I'll see if I can find you a picture. Mm. Is that like over water the whole time? Better be time? a satellite picture. You're not going to be able to show it all. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, that's like over the ocean. Like, yeah. now it, it's it's in China, so it basically connects China with like the other side of the uh, world. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's it's a high speed rail. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, can you imagine if a, can you imagine some undersea something or other and you're going you're going by this fuck you. It goes hundred and eighty six miles per hour. I bet it does. Yeah, I close my eyes and just fucking take me. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla would do oh. that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> But this uh, this bridge down here in in Louisiana or whatever, um, it's like a way bigger version of the one that leads you to um, Virginia Beach, I think it is. Yeah. And that one like was freaking me out. Like it was getting to the point where like make it stop. Like I just want it over now. <laughs> Jimmy, you're in Florida, and I know you're probably not down there, but I, there's bridges like that going into the Keys, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how you get into the Keys. The Keys are, you know, separate islands technically. So, yeah, they're they're not that long, honestly. They're not like 23 miles or, or whatever. Right. But yeah, they're still, you know. That's not. You're, you're you're not attached to land when you're down there. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's too funny. But they like some of that stuff. Like it's worth, I think, being scared or being uncomfortable sometimes. Like just to have that kind of unique craze. Like the one time when we went, that we stopped at every White Castle and uh, Nashville. Like and that's and that's like twelve, but but you can do a lot of fun stuff. I mean, you could stop at so many cool places and see so many. I mean, almost every state in the country has tons of cool shit. I would, you know, what I would really truly love to do, and and I think I've said this before, and I would love to, to visit like stadiums. Like I, I I do have a love. Oh yeah. Like you know stadiums and arenas and stuff like that. I truly do. Like I I can just sit and look at those pictures like fucking all day long. That would be really cool to get a picture outside of each stadium. Yeah. Even like as uh Christ, was it Virginia Beach? I'm trying to think. I think it was. When we went to Virginia Beach a few years ago, we um I hit like in the surrounding areas, I banged out like four or five hooters. 
while we were there for the f- few days. And um, at one point, where was the where was the old wrestling arena, Janetti, in Virginia? Was it the Scope or the Omni? No, no, the Scope. I think it was. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, okay. Was it North? Yeah. We drove past there, and I was like, like I saw it, and I was just like, I wanted to get out and do that, just like, yeah, the Scope Arena. Yeah, dude, I, t- I totally get it. There's, I mean, that's so awesome. Like, and then, like I said, it doesn't take, like, a ton of time to do, and if you have two drivers or three drivers, it's so much easier, you know what I mean? Like, right. and a lot of the times, we would, like, we'd start off by packing snacks with us, you know, sandwiches and fried chicken and stuff like that. And then, of course, we'd stop at, you know, random places. I mean, just about every exit on the uh, highways of the world has a Waffle House. You know what I mean? Right, right. (laughs) So if you have $4, you can spill your stomach. And uh, it was cool. Like, yeah, man, I, I... I think you have a lot of fun taking pictures and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, man. See, that's, that's like uh, where we were talking about the other day was um, uh, in passing online was uh, the, the tiny house thing. Um, and the the topic of RVs came up. And that's why I would love to just fucking get an RV and just fucking go for a little while and but I'd like to come home to like my normal sized house where I can stretch out, <laughs> not in a fucking tiny house. Them things are like, I don't get it. Well, I think you have to think of it as like, that's really for two people. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't, like four people, life would really suck. You know what I mean? Right. But, but at the same time, like, uh, when, when you can get a tiny house for $25,000, you can't get a used RV for that much. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you can, but it's not going to be a <laughs> right, right. It's, yeah, it's not going to be ideal. <laughs> but no. nowadays, though, you can rent them because we've been considering renting one and going to um, was it Yosemite? Okay. Yeah, yeah, like just going, seeing like Old Faithful and all, you know, all the natural parks and shit like that. Like those sort of classic American vacations. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just so much to fucking see and do, and I I just want to do it before I can't do it. And you, when you were out here, did you get to see the Grand Canyon? Dude, we didn't get to. I got to see you and uh, Amy's bacon and a fucking hot. No, see, that's crazy. Like, you need to. Next time, you got to go out to the desert. You got to see the cactuses. You know what I mean? Like, fucking the Grand Canyon. I, I personally think it's just a giant hole in the ground, but I mean, people like it. Dude, you know what? I would be able to go to the Grand Canyon and probably sit there for hours. And just, you know, soak it in and just enjoy it. Like, just give me, like, some music and, and, and give my earbuds with my music and just let me chill and fucking relax and, like, just soak it in. 
and, and it's like there are different parts of the canyon that are in different like like in one part it'll have like evergreen trees and during the winter it'll snow but there's like another part where it's just all brown desert and a big you know crack in the world like there's so many different picture opportunities you can take trails down into it to take pictures like there's all kinds of cool little things yeah i mean it's truly an amazing thing it really is i mean i don't like to do things that involve walking but other people do yeah Now, now, Janetti, have you been on the West Coast at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been to a few times. San Francisco and San Diego, uh, Nevada, Arizona. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't like it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, the babe, first you never, time you've never I ever been to went Vegas? to Vegas? Huh? Uh, Bay has never been to Vegas? No. No bachelor parties, nothing. Nothing. Bay hasn't been out to Vegas. There's an entire Kiss arcade. Like, <laughs> how could you not be out there? You, you know... Now, uh, he wants, now he wants to go, now. <laughs> I, it's got I, memorabilia. I, it's got, like, Gene Simmons' first car. Like all kinds of shit. Dude, the biggest reason is money. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that is the bottom line. The only reason (laughs) I want to come again to the West Coast is is to go to a San Diego Comic Con. Once I go to one, I'll never go again because it'll be fucking miserable. But uh, the the experience beforehand. Now, Jimmy, have you ever been up to like Northern California? Uh, yeah, like San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, that was was one of the worst trips I ever. San Francisco, it wasn't bad, but I went during the summer, so I didn't really talk to anybody before I went. And you know, here I brought shorts. I brought, you know, I'm thinking fucking summertime in here, it's going to be summertime. You know, it's going to be hot as shit in fucking San. No, it's fucking miserable. (laughs) I had to go buy a couple of sweatshirts, man. It was. Oh, yeah. People don't July. how far north it is. Yeah, it's July and it was fucking cold. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But I mean, Bay, come on, dude. There's only one Sea World. You know what I mean? And they're going to close that shit soon because all of these little pussified hippies, they hate Sea World. Yeah, all the whales are dying. Yeah, there yeah. There won't be there soon. You know, I was at SeaWorld, just SeaWorld in Florida, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was there when I was a kid. I remember that, like. I was young. I was like five years old. There's a place out here you would trip out, dude. It's called the Biosphere. And when you go in, it has, like, different climates, like, you go in one room and it's like a desert and you go in another room and it's like a jungle and there's like real monkeys in the trees and shit. And you go in another room and it's like the Arctic tundra and you're freezing. And it's like, it's like that place. It's like that Pauly Shore movie. <laughs> oh, man, man. 
So let me see. We have 15 minutes. So one of the, uh, I guess I should, uh, to discuss too was um, I, I made the announcement. Uh, I guess yesterday. Um, that we're not going to be doing live events anymore. Like, well, for the most part. I mean, I, I might do some special ones here and there. We have the Halloween Halloween show booked, which we're going to be doing uh, October, I think it's 28th, 28th or 27th, whatever that Saturday is, um, at Bar 13 in Delaware. But um, now this is something I, I, I talked with Nick a few times about, and it, I really was, like, fighting with myself for like the last month or so. And um, like one second, I'm like, yeah, I, I can't do it no more. Next, like, I'm like, all right, I, I, you know, what would be, you know, here and there? What's the big deal? Um, and then Tuesday, Tuesday, like, I felt really, really fucking good. Like, the best I felt in the longest fucking time. And, I was good all day until like seven, eight o'clock, and all of a sudden, like I felt like I got beat with a fucking baseball bat. I'm just like, what? This is just fucked up. Like, and, and at that point, I was just like, you know what? I, like, I, I can't deal with. <laughs> I'm trying to deal with this, and it's a fucking pain in the ass. And then going and doing, to, to, you know, to promote stuff, you know, you gotta like really fucking hustle and get out there and, uh, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, and fucking. Promote, promote, promote. Oh, yeah. and, it, and I know that was really like me and Jess were going out like crazy doing that shit. And it was like fucking beating me up and beating her up. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm, we've been, you know, since we did those shows a couple weeks ago, we did that weekend when we did the Friday night, we, we did the, the metal show at the, the nail on Friday. And then two days later, we did the DJ thing. She started coming down sick that weekend. And then I ended up sick the following weekend, and we still been sick pretty much, like, for the last three weeks. And I was just like, you know what, like, and it's just from beating ourselves up, running around like crazy. And I'm just like, you know what, like, I, I can't, I can't do it, like, anymore. Like, I can't do it to myself. I can't do it to her. And um, Then my kids get sick. So I, I was just like, you know what, like, I, I got to scale it back. And, <clears throat> you know, we, we got the we got the show. We got the network. We got shows. We got the network. We got the magazine, we got the website. Um, I have an idea to like do like maybe one or two shows a year, do like specially, like truly special event shows, like you know, do our anniversary show again um, in April, and you know, maybe like maybe do like the anniversary show, and then maybe like a Halloween show every year or something, you know. Um, but otherwise, like that, that might be it. Like <laughs> we have a whole bunch of other avenues and opportunities to make the world a totally different place without like trying to promote shows like every freaking weekend. No. And it's funny because we had talked about it and I thought that, uh, you, like I thought that the last we talked, we, it was, it ended on a positive note. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, like things you just got like, bad quick. Yeah. You, I mean, you kept like, Every time I would talk to you, you would talk me up and talk the whole situation up. And it, it just feeling like shit, dude. Like, 
I, I mean, even this fucking cough is so annoying. It's so goddamn annoying. Um, and it, it, this this fucking disease, it, it's so it's like like people like like when I put this post up yesterday, the outpouring of people was amazing and and, and like overwhelming. And some of the people's comments just were. Um, like, uh, I mean, a few of them like almost brought me to tears. Like, I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, but like, I never know how I'm going to feel. Like, th- no matter today, I feel different. Like, I-, I can feel great one minute, feel like shit the next, uh, you know, or I can feel com- I completely weak and beaten down. Or completely alive and awake, or like my body can't move. It's just fucking retarded, man. It's just, it's so fucking stupid. And it's very, very annoying and frustrating as all hell. That's, and it's crazy how long you've been like running and gunning at this point. <clears throat> to, to, to put it in like real perspective, and this is where the shit really get, gets real. Like, I, I went and yesterday to and got my paperwork filed with the state for my um my handicap fucking placard. <laughs> so, oh wow. Yeah, like I, I'm now that fucking guy. <laughs> oh shit. Hmm. How long does it take to get it? Uh they said it's probably about a week. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah you'll be able to get for the events. <laughs> you know, you get the sweet handicap parking spot. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to have it for Roger Waters last night. <laughs> I, yeah, I, thought, I was hoping they issue it, uh, you know, instantly. Dude, but. you know what? Honestly, I mean, go get yourself a hover round. <laughs> you know, what, like, and dude, had, you a Segway had, thing? Huh? What one of them segways? Yeah. Did you see about Magnum TA? Yeah, they wouldn't let him in. They wouldn't let him in with the thing. But, I mean, and, you know, it, 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 I'm not talking like a segway. I'm talking like you know, like one of the chairs, one of the uh, you know, oh, like a scooter you know, or something. Yeah, well, one of the chairs. It's like a motorized uh, yeah. chair. Up around, you know what I mean. That thing goes to the Grand Canyon, they said, right? So, hell, you could have gone to Roger Waters and that motherfucker, and, and they have to put you up. Then they used to put the wrestling fans, like, in a special section that they had the wheelchairs and all that shit. You know what? And I was going to do that last night. Like, I, I was half tempted to – no, I was going to – because I could have sworn my cousin told me this. Because, like, you know, my whole family's fucking overweight. And I could have sworn my cousin told me before, like, when he would end up going to events or whatever – because you know my cousin Frankie, you, you know him, Janetti. I mean, he he actually lost weight. He's like under four hundred pounds, probably for the first time in twenty five, maybe thirty years. But he was over five hundred pounds at one time, and uh, you know he, he was not fitting one of them seats. And he would make them. He would they would put him in a, a special seat, and usually would up, end up upgrading his section because he ended up with better seats. Yeah, no. Well, I know that, you know, they used to put the wrestling fans in a special section because they had the wheelchairs. Right. You know, and they couldn't, they, they weren't, you know, they had wheelchairs or automatic wheelchairs, whatever the case. 
So, yeah, dude, get yourself a fucking Segway or whatever the fuck the, the, the thing. Next time you go to a concert, you park in the handicapped spot, you put that fucking Segway out there. <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> now, babe, what about, like, the grocery store or, or Walmart or something like that? Will you ride one of their, like, scooters? <laughs> Don't do it, dude. Those fucking things are slow as shit. Yeah, no. no you know what? Like, uh, talking with my doctor last week, like, I, I have to, I got to move. I, he told me, he's like, you got to walk, you got to keep walking, you got to keep moving, you got to start exercising, you got to start dropping some of this fucking weight. So, uh, you know, I, and I do, like, I don't move nearly as much as I used to, but, I, you know, I, I got to start fucking doing it, so. You, you I, know what? Maybe you know we what need help? another contest. No, I don't think the contest will help you. Uh, you know what I think will help you more? Walk the dog. Get a more, uh, well, I don't know if you can do it with work, but a uh, better schedule and walking the dog. Because that, that's honestly the only exercise I seem to get nowadays. I just walk the dog. And honestly, it might help more, you know, especially with him pulling the fuck out of you. Oh, yeah. Hey, with him, please. I got to tell you, like, there is a secret out there that is, like, when it comes to exercise and fat guys, like, we don't like to do it. It's boring. It takes forever. You know what I mean? Like, but there is a secret out there. And you can get on a treadmill and just, you know, walk at a fast pace for an hour if you, you know, follow this one specific secret, man. What's that? Yeah, what's secret, the secret is weed, Jimmy. It's weed. <laughs> Just smoke a joint and get on the treadmill, and two hours will pass <clears throat> like nothing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm. go for a I, walk, yeah, but I and can you do end that. up in I the neighboring city. <laughs> I can do that sitting down. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you want to do it while you're exercising so you get the exercise. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, I, I picture Janetti being also the type that will um, uh, partake in a little puff puff and then go walk the dog. That will, has, does, continues <laughs> to, will continue it makes, to. It makes it a much more pleasant experience. No, you know, I mean, it's yeah, it's nice to, to go out there, but usually – Walking the dog isn't that great with her, with my dog especially, because she wants to stop every five feet to <laughs> smell everything. So, yeah, it gets a little annoying in that sense because you, you're, you're stopping and starting. So, yeah, other than that, it's, it's you know, I think the treadmill would be better. Oh, yeah, dude, get your headphones, fill up your playlist, Smoke a J and get on the treadmill, and and you'll be better in like two months. <laughs> Dude, I feel, like I used to do the treadmill all the time. Like I I used to um I used to go to the fucking gym and do the treadmill like almost seven days a week. And can I tell you how much I despise the fucking treadmill? <laughs> I believe it. I'm sure. Like, I, I, I believe. I believe it because people are always talking about how, like, cardio is the best and all this. 
but I have a friend, and, and he's, you know, pretty overweight like I am, and this kid can get on a treadmill and straight out run for like an hour, and he's lost no weight. Wow. Yeah. See, my, my problem was I, I usually when I walk, and besides walking the dog, I try to, uh, if, if I had somewhere to go walk, I'd want to, like, go somewhere to have, right. you know what I mean, to have a destination to go and then to go home. You know, I couldn't just walk aimlessly because I, it was, to me, it was like, where the fuck am I going? You know what I mean? So I had to have, like, a destination when I would walk normally. Now, could you go to, like, a park and, and take, like, a trail? Or is that... No. No. I would usually... What I would do is... when I The last time I did it, it was, this was years ago, uh, when I lost weight the last time. Because now I just... I don't do much. But uh, I used to walk to the comic book store. And then I would walk home. Because that was, like, right. two miles. So I, I'd go over and, and whenever I'd just walk over to the comic book store and then come back. So that was like four miles that I was doing. But I had a destination. Right. Yeah, See, that's so it was crazy. a little easier. When I think back to when we were kids, though, how many miles a day do you think you spent on a bicycle? You know what oh I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And I can't tell you when the last time I was even on a bicycle was. It's like... I can tell you that we, um, when we were in Virginia Beach, we fucking um, uh, we we rented one of them four way things, like little bicycle cart things for the family. Oh yeah, yeah. It was probably one of the biggest mistakes as a fucking <laughs> father or or a family member. I think we made as a, a complete unit because it was living hell. I, I I realized within five fucking strands of the pedal how out of shape <laughs> not only I was but my whole family was, and it was brutal, brutal. No, because I, I bet you were like, no, nah, it's cool because I'll be slacking, but they'll do it, and and it'll even out because they're young. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't work out like that. Nah. Not don't you believe it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Oh, that shit's too funny, dude. And, and it's and it's also like the ongoing joke now. Like whenever we are down the shore and we see one, we just kind of like fucking make jokes about it. That's so funny, dude. The, when I was working in the group homes, I took a bunch of kids out in one of those pedal boats, and we got like halfway out into Tempe Town Lake. And I was just like, we're going to die out here. Like, I'm, like, I'm done. Like, I might swim for it. Like, oh, man. That's oh, that's funny. fucking great. That is so great. But at the same time, remember how awesome you felt riding your bike with the wind going through your hair and just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would kill to feel that again. Dude, I was on that fucking bike religiously every day, and I rode it everywhere. And if I wasn't on a bike, I was fucking walking. Like, like Janetti said, how he would walk to the comic book store. I remember being, yeah. uh, you know, in, in grade school, 
um, like 13 years old, and I would walk um, from my house to this one comic store. Me and this other kid in, in school who collected comics, we would do it like once a month. And it was like a dread because it, it would take us like over an hour to walk. I mean, it was a good, probably right. like four to five mile walk one way. And then we would go there and, you know, spend our $10 on comic books and then walk back. And it was just fucking a nightmare of a walk. But it was so worthwhile doing it, like, to get those books. Um, I, I I can't imagine now. Like, I, I need to, like, one day, like, go down there and drive it and fucking um, and see how long the mileage of a drive it is. Because, I, I, like, I think about that now. I'm just like, holy shit. Like, there ain't no fucking way. And, and the crazy thing is, like, we know it works. Like, that guy, Possible Pat, remember? He lost 300 pounds walking. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. Uh, I'm just saying. That, I mean, that dude lost a lot of weight. But- here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The um, uh, for me, it, it'll be coming within the next eight months to a year. They are building a Wawa, <laughs> one point five miles from the house from here. That'll, that'll be his walk three times a day. That, <laughs> honest to God, that now, now the problem being with that is that normally when I walk the dog, normally I walk her at night. Um, you know, and it's a lot cooler. And even though, it's, you know, I told you it hit that fucking wall of, of humidity. During the day, not only do you have that wall of humidity, you also have the heat. Right. I am going to die <laughs> in one way at one point. Getting to Wawa. Because you get to Wawa, I'm going to have to bring, like, water with me and all sorts of shit to get there. And then buy it to get home. Uh, <clears throat> now you, you'll have to get your dog uh, made like into a service dog. This way you can bring your dog with you into Wawa and on. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think she would make it. It, it. it gets hot out here, so during the day sometimes it really does. There's times where I like take her out and she's like, you know, halfway through it, panting and, and laying in the shade. And she's worse than me. <laughs> like, come on, gotta go home. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, where's uh, where's Tone? Ten o'clock. Where's he at? Hey, oh, do you say ten thirty? Nah, ten o'clock. Let me shoot him a text. Uh, okay, I think I'm gonna head out to Wawa now. All this talk of Wawa made <laughs> Uh, how much do I have on my Wawa app? <laughs> uh, you, you know what I, uh, I I actually this week I've been trying to like eat a little better and try to lose some weight, so I haven't mm-hmm. had uh, anything from Wawa for breakfast. Sure. But you know what I was getting the last few times uh, over the last couple weeks. <clears throat> I would get one of their breakfast burritos, um, 
with scrambled eggs, sausage, and uh, they put a fucking hash brown in it too now. I was like, oh my god, yeah. So fucking good. Catch up. Oh man. But here's a scary thing for you. Check this out. Uh, you know what? I'm going to find the fucking picture. There is on Facebook, um, it's a, it's a, like I'm, I'm here in uh, the Delaware County section of the Philadelphia area, and they have a Facebook group called the, Del- the Delco Restaurant Review, which is fucking awesome because it's so many people, you know, giving you the rundown of like restaurants and shit like that in the fucking area. So yesterday, somebody puts up this picture of this fucking sandwich with bites taken out of it. I'm like, oh, I guess that didn't turn out too good or something. Here, it was fucking a brand new Wawa opened up in, in media, like not even 10 minutes from my house. Brand spanking fucking new. And somebody said, well, went and checked out the new Wawa media today. Got my son a breakfast sandwich. It looks like somebody beat him to it. Somebody fucking took a bite out of the fucking breakfast sandwich and put, and put the fucking sandwich back. Ugh. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't order. I don't pick up anything that somebody could have picked up before me. <laughs> I never do that. So any wild. any place, any place, Wawa or any place. I know Wawa's, you know, really. <laughs> I'll, I'll always have a sandwich done or always have a – I won't buy one of the ones that's already done. Uh, yeah, Nick, you, you said it, exact crackheads. I'll never – after seeing that, I never would have thought somebody would have done that. I'll never fucking pick up one of them breakfast sandwiches again. I will make sure if I get one, they fucking do it fresh for me in front of me. Yeah. Because those things sit there a long time. I wouldn't – I don't know about I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel good about that. Oh, some dudes just walk in through the aisles with a mouthful of, like, sausage and, and egg and cheese croissant. <laughs> just munching away while no one's looking. Savages. Mm-hmm. One way to put it. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so what is this thing you sold on? You didn't. You didn't. You never said. You oh, it was um, it was a DVD, the Supergirl movie oh. with um. Oh, oh, Helen. Helen later. Yes. Later. later. I got ten bucks for it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, oh, dude, actually, that reminds me. Uh. You went to the Roger Walters concert. I I had one of those T-shirts, dude. It sold for thirty six dollars. Nice. Yeah, but that's how much they yeah. cost now. <laughs> oh yeah, a well, fucking T-shirt was forty dollars at fucking at, at, at any concert. <laughs> Starting price well, is forty dollars for a fucking T-shirt. And these aren't like regular T-shirts. They're for the, from the stage crew or the lighting crew. Because my buddy, just, oh, yeah. that's what he does out here, and he just. He'll snatch one for himself and one for me, and then I'll I'll put them on eBay and like people love them, dude. Like, and all it does is say like the name of the tour and staff on it. Like, I think people buy them to lie about working on these concerts. 
<laughs> I did. Uh, I've done a few of the uh, setups for WWE Raw at, in Roanoke at the Civic Center, and I've gotten a few of the crew shirts. And yeah, dude, they go for fucking big money on eBay. Hell yeah, man! Hey, uh, real quick, guys, I, I my fucking screen just went haywire as usual. This is so fucking annoying. Um, so I gotta reboot again. So uh, give me like, okay. I'll be back in a minute. 30. Let me log back in. Yeah, log in. Please. Yeah. Don't don't let me. <laughs> it's in, it's insane. You know what? I, I haven't shown you any of this. Let me. And it sucks because the picture. If I take a picture of it, you really. All right, I'm back. Yeah. It doesn't fucking do justice to what the fuck is going on, but like, all right, I'm gonna reboot. You tell me what the fuck could be causing that. Huh? The hell? Oh, oh man, yeah, that was the... smart vision. <laughs> it's like the. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, uh, I'd have to look around for a while to make sure that wasn't my eyes doing that shit. Right, right. Typically, that's caused by rump. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. It looks like to me like though, maybe the cord, the uh, maybe the ribbon that connects the screen to the computer is loose. Hmm. I don't know about that, but... It's got to be something... I, I... Yeah, uh, maybe some kind of stabilize. I don't know if it's actually. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that would fuck me up. Oh, man. So we got coming up uh, pretty soon, man, the Defenders. Yeah, 23rd. Um they're saying that uh, now I saw something today about Netflix and Disney splitting. You know what? When you read the fine print of the article, what it says is that they're not going to renew their contract that ends in 2019. So they're not going to be putting their movies on Netflix. It actually didn't say anything about the TV shows. And I would be really surprised if Marvel pulled their TV shows because they have Marvel TV shows on FX, Netflix, uh, Hulu, Freeform, ABC. I mean, like seven or eight different channels would be directly impacted. Right. Well, but uh, what the thing is, is I think that what's happening is Disney is going to start a streaming service right. like Netflix. And they're going to use, yeah, any of their movies uh, for for that service. So why would they put that somewhere else for movies? But, yeah, as far as TV shows, they're not going to be creating new content, Disney, for that channel. That's just going to be streaming their shit. It, it's going so. to be interesting because I bet you that they will because Titans is going to be a smash hit for DC's streaming service. And uh, once that happens, dude, they're going to start wanting to make their own stuff. I just think it 
we probably won't see any new character shows on Netflix, but they'll probably let the ones we have play out. Right. Which kind of Which sucks, I'm... because I was always hoping for a Moon Knight. Well, and maybe they'll do it on the on the streaming service, you know what I mean? Like, maybe they'll have more creative freedom and be able to put more of their own money into it or something. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I wouldn't think Disney would do it as darkly as, as Netflix has done it. Right. So. <clears throat> I do know I need to fucking catch up now. I, I, after watching the Defenders uh, uh, preview earlier, uh, trailer. Uh, I really got to like fucking binge over the next. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll never get it in time, but uh, as soon as possible. And uh, Cage I'm still and, uh, working on Iron Fist. Oh wow! I'm still working on myself. I'm all caught up, so I, I can't wait. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Let's see. But also, I, I wanted to tell you guys, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, there's one more performance of Adam West playing Batman coming out, and um, it's Batman vs. Two-Face, and William Shatner is doing the voice of Two-Face, but it is, uh, it's that version of Batman, and Adam West, is, you know, he did the vocals before he died, and uh, we get one more time under the cowl. Yeah, yeah. Because originally, uh, what they did, what they're doing, from what I understand, this is a script that they had for uh, the Batman TV show that they kind of expanded upon. They didn't do do you know they they went with the script, but they expanded for to make it a little longer for the movie and all that. Um, oh wow! They originally wanted Two Face for the TV show. But they felt that his appearance would be too uh, scary, oh, or wow. too bad for the. So they never did it. That's crazy. That's that's a cool. That's cool though. That and to have you know three or four of the original cast members return. That I mean that that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Now, when's that coming out? October 17th. So much stuff. Yeah. So much I, I like, there's so much I want to talk to you fucking guys about and um <laughs> still no tone yet. Mm, we got plenty of time. <clears throat> um so Nick, t- uh, what what was the thing you you were telling me about now with you and Ron? Well, like explain this to me. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, basically it started from a conversation that we were having, and um, I, I don't know if you know who these guys are, but there's a group called Men of Action, and they're responsible for stuff like um, Ben 10 and Generator, Generator Rex and Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, they do a lot of different graphic novels and comics and TV shows, and what it really is is it's a collective of like-minded artists and writers and producers and filmmakers and animators. And they all, you know, came together and they said like, all right, we're going to start working with each other instead of, 
against each other. You know what I mean? And one guy will okay. lend his drawing and another guy will lend his voice. And they became like this. They're pretty successful. Like, I mean, they put out a lot of quality stuff, but Big Hero 6. Um, and I was thinking, like, that, that we should totally be doing that. We have so many people that are connected in our, like, sort of web of social media and stuff. We have artists and filmmakers and producers and editors and writers. And so we were thinking about maybe trying to start a Facebook group and, and kind of offshoot of Totally Driven Radio called, like, Totally Written Entertainment, where we help each other write screenplays and, you know, get our projects off the ground. And, uh, you know, I, I can do it from Phoenix for, for this area. And, and Ron, who I've been working on a script with, said that he would be more than happy to do it for the Philadelphia area because we know, you know, your hands are full. And uh, I don't know. I think it could be good, you know what I mean? Like, we we got to start using each other's talents and, like, when one of us succeeds, all of us succeed. You know what I mean? Totally. Now, w- with that being said, I, I, I will say, like, I, I, I t- first off, I totally love the idea. My only thing I'm, I will ask you about, because I'm going to go back in time, probably to when you first came aboard to Totally Driven, you made a okay. comment – about Ron, which I, I love Ron to death. I've worked with Ron in the past. Love him to death. Um, you said you would love to have Ron on board doing stuff, but he's very undependable. Yeah, I, I did say that. I guess, though, at the time I was just getting to know him, and, and we weren't really... Uh, uh, the vibing makes sense, uh, I guess, like, since then, we've sort of connected through the DC TV universe and, you know, kind of all of our individual creative projects. He's really helped me out on, like, book reviews for Amazon and stuff. And um, I think maybe we just weren't close enough then. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I know I know he's got a desire to, you know, to be creative and to get out there and to make money doing it and... Uh, I think we all need help, you know what I mean? And anybody who's willing to try, I say more more power to them, you know what I mean? Okay. No, I'm I'm totally cool with that. Like, I I mean, this is No, it's interesting because I met Ron. Like, like we've been on shows together. We've seen each other in real life. And uh, when we started, like, talking on the Internet and stuff, he had no idea who the hell I was. Like, he had no recollection of ever meeting me. So, like, there was this whole, like, oh, that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I guess I'm not very memorable. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But since then, I think we've become pretty, uh, we have a lot of stuff in common. Right. Yeah, no, Ron's a great fucking dude. It turns out he's like a friend of the family of my of my wife's family. Like he he knows her cousins. They work in the post office together. All kinds of crazy shit. Now, he, he, here, here's a chuckle for you. You know, um, when we've done like the weight loss shows, you know, and, and even a few times like the normal show, my cousin uh, Booby has called in. Yeah. 
and um, <laughs> she, it, it's funny because a lot of times she'll like I'll comment on somebody's picture or whatever it could be, and she, I think I'm getting a message. How do you know this fucking person? And she's from Northeast Philly. She lives up in in far Northeast Philly, and um, right. <laughs> one of them people was Ron. And she's like, how do you know Ron? I'm like, how the fuck do you know Ron? <laughs> and, you know, well, we didn't say, <coughs> we didn't say Ron's last name, but uh, Ron was uh, a very big in the uh, BB, BBW, I guess, community or whatever with the, uh, oh, really? what is it? oh yeah, him, him and Big Daddy. Oh yeah, they, they, they were, <laughs> they were at like. These uh, I I think they were like monthly like fucking BBW hotel parties and shit like I I would hear some crazy stories from these fucking oh, guys. Shit. Well, here my cousin would be would go to parties I guess years ago, and had met Ron I I don't you know through one of these fucking parties and yeah <laughs> so um, <laughs> kind of small fucking world but yeah that's crazy yeah oh yeah it's funny oh wow. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, man. That's too funny, dude. <laughs> oh. Scary fucking thought. Scary world. Trying to think it. So, yeah, though, I mean, I was thinking, like, you know, you have an idea for a story, but another guy knows how to write a screenplay, like how to format it. There's no reason you two can't work together and put your name on it. You know what I mean? Like, and right. give each other credit and just be happy that it's successful because no, some money even split in half is way better than no money. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I, I think if we all started like working with each other a little more instead of competing against each other, like shit would be so much more out there. Now. Uh, let me ask you this too. Like, uh, it's it, I, I'm and I and we've had the talk, and I and I like to break your balls about it. But it's it you know it's a lot easier for me, um, just to fucking be able to talk to you like this. So, uh, people get to hear our one-on-one like business conversations, um, uh, at times like this because you you don't like to talk on the phone. But um, the the girl Jamie, which you presented to me, like, oh yeah. Like, well, actually, we were supposed we were supposed to talk last week. Here, she was in the fucking hospital. Um, oh yeah, she had like an asthma attack. Yeah, yeah, and then it was then she was like her birthday weekend or something. But anyway, so I, I, I've been like trying to think like what what to do with her, and something I that's really been in, on my mind lately um, to do is uh, having somebody. Really handling almost like a social media manager, but not more or less like Facebook for the most part. Right. Like somebody to really truly take Facebook and post on it. Like not just post like what I do with the articles and stuff like that that we put on the website or events, but to really. um, You're talking about engagement. Trying to get yeah, not only engagement, but like the the to to fully be able to use Facebook and put the time into it, and some like that would be it. Like concentrate on Facebook and all the aspects of it, getting 
our page out there to all these different places and our content and getting like something that we don't do. And I mean, we've talked about this a couple of years ago and we used to do it to a point, but we, I just don't have the fucking time to do it. And you don't have time to do it. And, you know, we've had like daily posts set up with, you know, like I'm sure a lot of people don't realize like, Hey, you know, you can listen to our network, not only on blog talk, but on Spreaker, on iTunes, right. on Sticker. you know what I mean? Like there's all these different outlets of us out there that people I'm sure just don't fucking know. And we, I mean, it's a job. It really is. And we need somebody totally, you know, manning or womaning that fucking spot. And I was thinking, you know, do we put her there? Well, that is a good idea, though, because of two reasons. Because she can do it remotely. She doesn't have to be in Philly. She can be anywhere in the world. Right. Um, so that so that definitely works out. And and I think it's important, like, if we want to stay relevant as far as entertainment and stuff goes, we need to have somebody that has a voice <laughs> that kind of speaks out to the people that we're just not going to reach. You know what I mean? Like, there's just there's new stuff that I think somebody younger will be able to bring to the table and and sort of even show us how shit works. Oh, totally, totally. Like, I mean, she's what twenty years old. She just turned twenty years old or something. Just turned twenty. Yeah, I mean, she wants she wants to be in the entertainment industry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's with what she went to school for. Yeah, because we had her on the show with the um, that movie or whatever she was they were working on, her and her friends. Oh, yeah, uh, Diary of Emily. Whatever happened yeah, with that? Yeah. Any idea? Or? I, I, I know they finished it. I don't know if it was – I think it might have even been released. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm like, and, and she's the kind of kid that, that, like, works hard and takes pride in a good job. So, uh, you know what I mean? I think it would be a good fit. Now, what, what would I think you the like? concerts would have been a better fit, you know what I mean? Like, but it is what it is, you know what I mean? Right. That, now, that's what you were thinking was kind of like on the ground promoting your meaning? Well, yeah, I, I thought that she would probably do an awesome job, like out there selling tickets, getting ads, uh, finding sponsors. Because that's something that you can motivate a young person with is money. You know what I mean? Like you make a commission off of what you sell, and, and I, th- I think she would have probably went out there and sold her ass off. Well, th- there's no reason why she still can't do that as well. Absolutely. Do, do, now, I think do you... that it, the job would self-motivate her, and, and I've already talked to her about it sort of briefly, and then I introduced you to. But yeah, dude, I, I think that she would, would, without a doubt, excel at that job. Does does she like? Is she working currently, or I know she just got a school. I don't think I know she's applying to lots of places, and I think she might have a job that's just like, um, you, you know, a, a job to get by. But I'm not right. sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to her. I'll reach out to her tomorrow. There's so much fucking going on. I gotta get this magazine finished. Yeah, man. I think that would be uh, honestly, 
I think she'll probably end up surprising us with sponsors and advertising and stuff. Right, and, and you know, girls finding... always do better at that <clears throat> stuff, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Every fucking bit. Like I learned this from the car business. Like ninety-five percent of the you know vendor businesses, uh, you know, looking to get your business to get you to use their fucking product or their banking or marketing or whatever it may be, they send in, you know, these fucking girls to come in and talk to you. And it's always this fucking girl who tries to fucking sweet talk you and work her magic. And, you know, yeah. And I think that that would be a good thing for us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because, we don't. <laughs> we don't have much more magic to be working. Yeah, yeah, no, I, my magic is gone. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or we just have Janetimate work the magic. Yeah, yeah. Janetti's magic is puffed out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, In fact, let me show you how it's open right now. Puff, puff, puff. You got like an electronic vaporizer and shit? No, I wish. No? Okay, so you don't do it the hipster way? <laughs> no, no, fuck that. But no, the uh, the one I always wanted was the one from Cheech and Chong, Nice Dreams, that Stacy <laughs> Keach was, was powering on. That's the one I oh. always wanted, that... So, turn you into a lizard. (laughs) So, all right. At this point, I'm ready to say fuck it, and we start doing our countdown. Yeah, I'm good, dude. Like, yeah, I don't have anything for it. So, right, (laughs) I'm going to Wawa. In a Wawa. All right, so um, I, I guess since this was my countdown, I'll, I'll start it off. So, um, we're 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 doing booty. We decided to do uh, the booty countdown, and uh, our our plan was to have uh, Tone the Chief Rocker, the man who sang all about the B double O T Y on America's Got Talent a couple years back. Um, you never know what the hell's going on with him. So, um, uh, we, we don't have much more time to wait. So, let's uh, let's kick this party off. Um, yeah, pull up number five here. Here it is. All right, so my number five song, uh, I, I'm going to be very honest with you. This song, it's not that good. But... <laughs> The reason uh, this song makes a countdown is purely on the video alone. It's a very visual video. It's a, a great video. It's magical. It's <laughs> it, it, it just the putting these two booties together on screen um, in a shower at times is worth it to be on the top five countdown, and that's why it's number five, just because – the song is not good. And the song is Booty 
by J-Lo featuring the one and only Iggy Azalea. Okay, how's that? Can you hear that good? I would turn it up a little bit. Better? How about that? Is it, is it playing? Can you hear it? Yeah, there you go. Truck. Gonna open up the doors and turn it up. Gonna stomp my foot in the 
Georgia mud. Gonna watch you make me fall in love. Get up on the wood of my daddy's it don't matter, down the tailgate, girl, I can't wait to watch you do your thing. Shake it for the young button, and the honky tonks, for the rednecks rocking till the break of dawn. The DJ's spinning that country song. This is much better than the J-Lo song. Shake it for the birds, shake it for the bees, shake it for the catfish, swimming down deep into the deep. The crickets and the critters and the squirrels, shake it to the moon, shake it for the girl. All country girls, shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me. Country girl, shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me. Got a sweet little farmer child. The got a little bud to get a little wild. Pretty tail and a pretty smile. Roping me in from a country mile. So come on over here and get in my arms. Spin me around this big old barn. Hang on me up like grandma's yarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake it for the young bucks sitting in the honky tonk. For the rednecks rocking till the break of dawn. For the DJ spinning that country song. Come on, come on, come on. Shake it for the birds. Shake it for the bees. Shake it for the catfish. that over the J-Lo song any day, except for the video. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, Perfect. you're up. <clears throat> okay, so my number, um, my number four is uh, we're going to go back in time, back to the days of being a kid. It's probably from around 1978 or so. Um I just love this dude's music. Uh, I went and saw him in concert probably like six, seven years ago and was actually blown the fuck away uh, how great the show was. And a lot of his songs, uh, they're uh, from the dis- disco era of the 70s, but a lot of them, uh, the main story of most of the songs were uh, about booty. And this one was Shake Your Booty. So here we go. KC and the Sunshine Band. Give yourself a chance. 
you get the idea. Oh, yeah, dude. I knew it was going to be on your list. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Because I was like, yo, should I put this on my list? And I was like, there's no way this is not on Bay Rackney's list. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Casey is just, uh, I mean, I just love Casey's music, but it's just a... When I when I hear Casey's music, like I just smile. It's just it's got a great groove, and I mean it's the epitome of fucking disco. And there's really not much. I mean, I I, I just like it. And it survived. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a staple at weddings. You know what I oh, mean? Like everybody. Absolutely. I mean it's it's become part of us. Absolutely. So, all right, so here is Nick's number four. Let me cue it up here. All right, Nick, talk her up. All right, so my number four is the last one for the white boys. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the, I, it, uh, again, I think it's actually a pretty good song, and it's uh, Ponky Tonk, Badonka Donk by Trace Atkins. Turn it up, song. All right, boy. This is her favorite song, you know that, right? So we play it good and loud. She might get up and dance again. Oh, she put her beard down. Here she comes, here she comes. Left, 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 right, left. Woo! Hustler shooting eight ball, throwing darts at the wall, feeling down there. Here she comes, Lord help us all. OTW's girlfriend done slapped him out his chair. Poor old boy, it ain't his fault. It's so hard not to stare at that honky tonk. Keeping perfect rhythm, make you wanna swing along. Got it going on like honky tonk. And ooh, shut my mouth, slap your grandma. There ought to be a law, get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy, how she even gets them bridges on? That honky tonk, but don't get caught. Oh, sucks. Now, honey, you can't blame her for what her mama gave her. It ain't right to hate her for working that. So, um, 
my number three, um, which actually, I, now that I think about it, I think this song might have been uh, maybe in another one of our countdowns at some point in time. I think so. Did we do top queen songs? All right. Sorry about that. It was a fucking YouTube ad. But here we go. My number three. Fat Bottom Girls. Are you gonna take me home tonight? Oh, down beside that red firelight. Are you gonna let it all hang out? Fat Bottom Girls, you make the rockin' world go It's just one of them songs that you just want to fucking sing along with, <laughs> like around a campfire. And, and honestly, it transcends generations. Like, it, it, it's about the booty. You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know anybody that doesn't like that song. Exactly. A- any genre of music, everybody likes that fucking tune. Totally awesome. Now, now Nick's number three... I, I think I know what song this is. I, I'm kind of not sure, but I'll, I'll let you talk it up, Nick. Go ahead. All right. So my number three is from uh, it's about ni- 1988. I want to say it's from the School Days soundtrack. Uh, the music video was directed by Spike Lee and uh, <laughs> Experience Unlimited. Simply put it, the butt. The name of the dance is called the butt. It's called the butt. Playback, Ernest. We gotta go down this way, okay? Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, 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 yeah
I didn't know who sang it, but that's the song I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those blinking, you could have missed it songs, you know what I mean? But so much fun. All right, so here's my number two. And uh, my number two uh, is the reason for this whole fucking... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the whole countdown. He's supposed to be on the phone. Uh, if he was here in in on the East Coast, I'd smack him upside his fucking head. Uh, and that's uh, that's Tone the Chief Rock guy. I mean, he, he made his little uh, one hit wonder on um, America's Got Talent a few years ago. It was actually three years ago. It's scary. Four years ago, 2013. Holy shit. Um, we've known this guy for four years. Um, I, I, from the, from the second I saw him come out on that stage at America's Got Talent, <clears throat> I was just, I, I remember like, I got to get this guy in the show and we formed a, a great, I'm not even gonna say a relationship, a friendship, um, over the four years. Um, and I still, I go back whenever I need a, a boost or lift me up or put a smile on my face. I will just pull up that that initial um, uh, audition he did for America's Got Talent uh, with him and his brother Coley Cole, but uh, the song itself it with is the, just the, the the greatest hype man in the world with the DJ exactly. Coley Cole Coley Cole. Cole Cole. But anyway, <laughs> here here is the song, and the song is called, and you can get it if you go to iTunes. It's in the children's section. It's called B. Double O T Y. Let me double O-P-Y. 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 Let me double O-P-Y.
and 21s and all of that, man. How many of those you think they're going to do? They're going to try to beat the Simpsons. I was just saying, you get one of them dudes to buy that song from you, and, and it's a fucking hit, man. I'd like okay. 100%. Man, well, hey, man, I, I hope you're right. I'm going to have to wait about like five years, and then we go, I'm going to reboot it. I'm going to reboot it like, like the... <laughs> Like all the franchises, like the Lion King, like how they do it all that down. You know what, dude? I'm going to send you a link because I know this website that you can become a part of where you can upload your music to potentially be played in movies and TV shows. That's crazy, man. Could you imagine that, man? I mean, I yeah, know they're yeah. still making some of those, like, uh, like straight to DVD, like American Pie movies, man. They put that beat up little T wipe and some of those things, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. Tone, how you been, oh, man? Did I miss the countdown? Did I miss the countdown? Oh, yeah, we're almost on, over man. now. Oh, we're, oh. We're, we're 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 on the top two. Top two. I mean, okay. So what we got right now, man? Where, where, where we at? All right, we're actually on Nick's, we're on Nick's number two, which actually was the only song that was on uh, on yours, Tone. It was um, your number three, and it was uh, – uh, Nick, I'll let you talk up your number two. This is your pick. <laughs> Brother Nick, Brother Nick. Come on, bro. It is a big – did you watch the video? Right? I said the video. Uh, yo, you know what my number three was? What? Experience Unlimited, the butt. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah. pull, pull over hey. by Trina. Right. Hey, you know Spike Lee directed that video? The doing the do. butt video? Ain't that something? <laughs> I need to get Spike Lee to do my video. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, I do that man. one still. You know how you know how Spike Lee had that one motion of all of his movies where you'd be like, a, where it's like you still, but the camera's moving in the background? <laughs> oh, man. I guess you got to watch Malcolm X or Crooklyn or something. Yeah. <laughs> man. So, so Nick, uh, talk, talk up your song so we can play uh, play your song. You just gotta play it. I mean, it's you know what I mean. Oh. It speaks for itself. It's it's got pop culture references. It's got butt. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's kind right. Of you need that. <laughs> you need a whole bunch of that. There we go. Dude, and of course, right. a freaking These ad. Are awesome. Man, Come on, mama, get all that from. Man, pull the mama over. She got to get a tick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
never heard that song before or saw that video, but I was <laughs> loving it. Dude, it's the fucking it's the jam, I'm telling you. Now all I That's kept a, thinking though too was what? this is what you needed, Tone. Like if we could take Trina's video and put your song over top her video, there you go. <laughs> Who are you telling man? I mean like the same director man could I mean Trina could have got on the remix or something man it could have been no, but you know what, though? I told Bay about this before. I had an idea for a B-O-O-T-Y music video that would have been just, I mean, that shit would have been epic. It could still go down, man. I'm telling you. Check it out, I want you to be, like, in line at, like, some ghetto-ass burger company. You know what I'm saying? Like, dirty, run down. You're standing in line. You're just waiting, and you're bored. And all of a sudden, like, you start daydreaming about B-O-O-T-Y. And, like, bitches in, in, in the tight uniforms are up on the state registers dancing. And, like, the whole place goes nuts. And then, like, it shuts back down, and you wake up, and you get your food and leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, that sounds good, man. Actually, I mean, like... But booty and burgers, man, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, burgers, here's, like, it could be anything. Man, right. Here's no, what I'm we got to do. Burgers, we we got to do this. Like, we got to make this like a whole totally driven production. We get Chris Kelly involved with his, his you know, Mr. Camera over there and his production company. We we got to do this. I'm telling hey, you, all I'm of a sudden, like, like the lights go on and the, and the music, like, all of a sudden, the, the, the McDonald's turns into a, a video, you know what I mean? And they're yeah, just dancing yeah. and shaking their ass, and, and then all of a sudden, like, it just goes back to normal once you wake up and, and you walk out, <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, amazing, man. Look, I'm in and out right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> video <laughs> Challenge, man. I think that shit would be hot. Right, I think it would, too. I know it would be hot. But like I said, man, <laughs> just wait a while. Bring it right back, man. I brought it back before. That, 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 that was the second time around. Three times the charm. Song. Mark my work. Mark my word. The same song. That's, that's all you need. One song. One song. It can be brought back, man. And I'm going to take you up on that. We got to get it on a movie or something. Man. We got to get it on one of them commercials or something, man. Definitely, dude. You know? Oh, I want to come man. down. I want to come down your way too. Like I'm, I'm half of me is like the scared white guy, but the other half really wants to. Yeah, you know I'm saying just chill. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now though. 
there's no need to fear no more, man. I mean, it, it, it's a lot of white guys in the hood now. Um, they 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 here now. It's like they impart that. It's like wow. Like it, it's almost like you know, it, it's a it, it's a, it's a it's a phenomenon. It really is. It, it, it's, it's really something to see. I see the white guy Inglewood walking around with a big ass pit bull. I said, is that right? You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. It is. Martin Luther King, his dream, he would be like, this is what I was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, this is exactly what I was saying. They at the Magic Johnson Theater now, okay? Okay? We was all oh, watching Transformers together. <laughs> eating the same popcorn. You know? Oh, that's awesome. And I do mean the same popcorn. It was a big-ass tub, and we were all eating <laughs> the same popcorn together. <laughs> I'll just, oh, yo, that's too funny. People need to follow Man. Tone on uh, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. When, when he does his fucking videos, his impersonation videos, they are freaking hysterical. Oh man, uh, you must be. Ta- I know what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, Tone Chief Rocker's bad impressions. You know what I'm saying? You know everybody want to do good impressions. You know, <laughs> I'm, what I'm trying to see show is that you know. Everybody can do a bad impression, you know. What you may think is a bad impression might be good to somebody else. That was a bad impression right there. You know who that was? <laughs> that was who Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> oh. oh, that's too funny. Too freaking funny. Too freaking funny. All right, let me let me uh let, let's keep the countdown going. I'm gonna go with my number one. Uh oh, here we go. And I think this, this tune, um, I I think this is the tune that really made uh the country truly fall in love with butts because it, it's a song that uh, you know once it starts going, you can't stop singing it and. I would love to see this guy perform this song in person because it would truly be a, a bucket list, list uh, check mark next to it. So um, let's uh, let's find out if Becky can look oh at her butt. Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. It's uh, like one of those rap guys' girlfriends who understands those rap guys. They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute. Okay, I mean.
now here's my scandal. I want to get you home and uh, double up. Uh, uh. I ain't talking about Playboy, but silicone parts are made for toys. I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double. Makes a lot of trouble. Begging for a piece of that bubble. So I'm looking at rock videos. Not leave bimbos walking like hoes. You can have them bimbos. I'll keep my women like Flojo. A word to the thick soul sisters. I want to get with ya. I won't cuss or hit ya. But I got to be straight when I say I want to feel the break of dawn. Baby, got it going on. A lot of sense won't like this song. Because them punks like to hit me with it. And I'd rather stay and play. Long and I'm strong and I'm down to get the friction on. So, ladies, yeah. ladies, yeah. if you want to roll my Mercedes, yeah. turn around, stick it out. Even white boys got the shout. Baby got back. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you just can't stop with that fucking song. It just goes and goes and, uh, you know, it's another It'll one. It'll live on forever. Right, right, totally. Oh man. So uh, and uh, actually, Nick's Nick's number one is a uh, is quite a classic as well. So uh, go for it, Nick. All right. So mine is from 1992. It's straight up New Jack Swing, and it was banned. The music video was banned from MTV. That's what I remember. We're talking about uh, Rex and Effects Rump Shaker. Shake it to the right. I don't mind sticking it to her every single night. Come on, pass the post post and it 
every time I'm, I'm watching these videos and I keep saying to myself, this is what fucking tone needs. <laughs> Did we lose you, tone? You still there? He's a, he's oh, at in and out, brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> Says he's still on there, but I'm I'm gonna play one of Tone's. Uh, I'm gonna play Tone's number two. Is actually number one was himself, <laughs> which I'm all, I'm all good with that. Um, I said his number three was actually your number. What was it? Your number two, Nick uh, Trina, which I like that tune yeah, actually yeah. better than the than the Rum Shaker song. But uh, I'm gonna play his number two. Uh, it's actually MC Hammer. And uh, the tune is called Pumps and a Bump. Just a few minutes, we're going to check out this real spooky squad video of some guys coming straight out of D.C. I'm talking about my homeboys, the K.O. boys with the booty call. But right now, we're going to check out the pumps and the bump with the hammer. Yo, G, beat this. Yeah. 12 noon, pumps and the bumps affair. It's on, and it's all good. Late. Do we really need to see MC Hammer in a Speedo? Comments on it. Hello. One dude's oh, like, oh. "Oh my god!" Laugh out loud and shaking my head. My mom is in this video with my dad. <laughs> Another That's guy says, funny, "God man. damn hammer, put your fucking dick away." <laughs> oh man, right? <laughs> That's why I sent the song. That's why I sent the song. I didn't see the video. Nobody wants to see Hammer, dude. I, I guess that was the whole point of Hammer don't hurt him. I guess so, man. Hammer, stay away from me. You know what I'm saying? 
Yo, Tone, have you ever gone to like one of those like uh, like a videotaping like that? Like, I mean, it just looks like such a giant freaking party. Right, right. I, I've been to a party like that, but I haven't been to a video shoot at all, man. I can only imagine that. But the party was itself, though. It felt like Puff Daddy is like you know, <laughs> Versace clothes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh man! I, I just I, I'm gonna jump in again. Excuse me, y'all. I'm up here at Seven Eleven. Hey, yo, Nick, you need some zigzags? <laughs> You missed earlier We were trying to tell Bay That it's like the cure for everything <laughs> Man <laughs> Too funny dude. Wow Right, Man, so, uh, you want to play the number? You want to play Tone's number one? Tone's number one is him. I thought, oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you can play it again. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> he thought about. It, he was like, "Oh man, I love you, Tone, but uh, you know." <laughs> oh, it I, sounds I, I good. Like, you want to play it again? Oh, but Google here, the, 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 hey. You ain't cut the I, ass me twice. I think you have to now. Well, well hey. We'll run it back. <laughs> Let's do it one more time. One more time for one song. And one song only. Totally. Hey, Tony, do you, you, like, go back and watch those uh, those appearances on America's Got Talent? Do I watch the – hold on. You said do I watch mine? Yeah. I I do, and you know, I I cry a lot, you know, but you know, you cry. I, and, yeah, I cry a lot. I cry a lot, a whole lot, because I'm like, yo, man, I made a song about B Double O T Y, right? And I didn't get no B Double O T Y out of that, man. I mean, you know, now DJ Cole Cole, you know, he's the man now. Now he's DJ. Oh, can I get on? A pack of zigzags. Now, uh, you got zigzag? No zigzag? Oh, wow. I can't believe this, man. Seven and everything had no zigzags, man. I'm sorry, man. I can't oh, believe man. it. I'm going to tell you right now. Do not come to, and if you ever come to Los Angeles, and you will be coming here to LAX, if you have to go up airport, in Manchester, you see a 7-Eleven. Do not come to this one because they don't have big bags. <laughs> but yeah, though, man. But yeah, I watch it, man. I definitely trip out, man, because but it, that that was definitely a trip. It was definitely a trip. And like I said, not DJ Coley Cole, man. He's doing his thing, man. Check him out now, man. I mean, he didn't uh, opened up for like legends like Bone Thugs and the Dog Pound now. So like, really? he got the juice now. Right, awesome. yeah, he got the juice now. So yeah, man, make sure you <laughs> check him out. Totally driven, old man. It's been a long uh, time. Funny, it's been a while. Yeah, man. Please, man. Any, I mean, I, I want to do some countdowns, man. You know, I, I know a little something, something about the. 
I know a little something about the Marvel and the DC. You know, I know that. I know about that. You know a little something, stuff, man. Yeah, man. Just y'all... call in and talk. <laughs> okay, for sure, man. You got the number. Yeah. I got it now. I got it. We got to, like, get you more involved again, man. We miss you, man. I know. Oh, man, I miss y'all too, man. Just let me know. I think, I think next week we're, we're going to do diss tracks. Oh, you got to let me be down with that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make one for Sir mix a lot for not, for not doing the special show on America's Got Talent with <laughs> You don't like Big Butts, and you lied because you didn't do my show. That's fine. I'm not tripping. It's still real. Oh, wait, he had wait. a booty on top of the hill. <laughs> what, what happened? They, they wanted him to do uh, Baby Got Back, and he wouldn't do it? They, yeah, they did reach out to him, but you know, uh, but you know, you know, he's probably like, hell no, I ain't doing that shit. I can't be mad at that. He's like, who the fuck is Tone the Chief Rock? That's what I would have said too. You know, I was starting mix a lot. I'm he like, I'm starting mix a lot. He should have jumped at that opportunity. Yeah, but it didn't hurt him either way. He did a song with Macklemore and made a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. But yo, man, Tone the Chief Rocket is gonna have to sign out, man. Now you said that uh, please let me know if y'all doing y'all doing the diss track. Next week. Next week. Next week. All right now. Same back. Tone the Chief Rock Hey. Oh man, right on man. Brother Nick, Brother Bay, as always, totally driven fam. I love y'all. Hey, man, I hope the family's okay. Hope uh, them little ones and all, we miss you, man. Oh, man. Okay. Right on. I was right on. <laughs> Look, they're gone right now, and, um, and I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Right on. All right, um, Daryl. Totally. All right, Tom. Um, all right, man. Take care. There he goes. The one and only Tone, the Chief Rocker. But I'm telling you, people love the top three list, man. People love to talk about their favorite songs. Oh, absolutely. That's like we the one thing we all have in common. You know what I mean? Like we all have our favorites. You know what I mean? And we've crossed a lot of different like genres since we started doing this. Dude, look at all the genres we crossed tonight. We went from classic rock to country to hip hop to like we were all across the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. Now, dude, I'm fucking. uh, I'm sitting here now trying to like print your label out for tomorrow. This way, when I come back tomorrow, I can like get your package out in the fucking thing. Right. There's no like overnight options dot com. Really? That sucks because if you have to go into the post office, because I hate everybody in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I go to this place down the street. It's like a like a UPS store, and they'll mail stuff out for you there. Because I can't handle the post office. It's just. Savages. I wonder if I'll have to do that. Maybe I'll have to. Yeah, well, let me see something. 
could be like eBay dudes in there that aren't packaging their stuff up until they get in line. You know what I mean? Like Right, right. Like, come on, guy. Let me see. I've done like 12 shirts out this week. That's been like my busiest week so far, and I still have like eight shirts left. Here we go. Holy shit. Let's see. Holy fuck, dude. UPS is like insanity. It's $133 uh, next day. Holy shit. That's crazy talk. Two days is 50 bucks. That's a that's crazy drop considering it's one day. I think I'm just gonna go priority mail then, dude. Yeah, that's all. That's all, dude. Like, I'm gonna have to wrap it up really fucking good. Like, we wrapped them up when I got them. We wrapped them up in tin foil and then put them in plastic bags. I'm gonna have to maybe put some more. I think that'll. You don't think that'll. Do good. Maybe like saran wrap it, and then it'll be good. Yeah, that's what you know. What I was going to um, we were going to put it in like freezer bag, but the freezer bags I had weren't big enough the way we wrapped it. So maybe I could squeeze it in there somehow, like double in the bag. I don't know. We'll figure it out. People are like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh man. All fucking pretzels, baby. Dude, I'll tell you what, that was such a hard fucking challenge. <laughs> Them fucking things smelled so goddamn good, and it was killing me not buying any for myself. I mean, you didn't even have one for like the no. car ride home. No. Ugh. And, dude, I couldn't do I, it. I, I, I used to, um, when I used to do, do uh, work at the newspaper depot, when I would be out on routes, like there was this one route and there was a Philly soft pretzel factory on the route and Uh-oh. they would open at 6 a.m. And, dude, I would get there sometimes like right when, the, you know, like between 6 and 7 a.m. And I would buy like fucking 10 pretzels and I'd bring it back to the because I'd have to go back to the depot and then do like all this office work and shit. To like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, I would sit there all morning with like a giant fucking Diet Pepsi, dipping cups of mustard, and I'd eat like all 10 <laughs> fucking pieces. They were like, oh, you know, fresh out of the oven, soft, warm. Oh my God. No, dude, I'm with you. When I'm back, way back in Philly, when I was working as an EMT, we used to park in front of the pretzel factory on like Frankfurt Ave. And just sit there all day waiting for calls, eating some breath, run back in and get some more. You know what I mean? Uh, like, and they were so cheap then compared to what they are now. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, I, I I got you ten pretzels, five bucks. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's yeah. not bad. But I remember no. when they were ten cents. Right. Oh well. Yeah. 
Come on. You know what I mean? Crazy. Remember when you for a for a dollar on the off ramp you could get like a brown bag full of them? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I would do that shit in Arizona in a heartbeat, and I would put mad immigrants to work. Dude, there's um the Philly Pretzel Factory that like I think like does franchises. And that would probably be a, be a gold mine out there. I think it would, dude. There's like one guy that does pretzels at like the food truck festival, and he does like they're in the shape of mustaches and they suck because they're like sweet. The shape of mustaches. Yeah, yeah, the like hipster shit, man. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Just one thing really good, you know what I mean? And and something like that, oh, dude, I know I could make a fortune off of that. That's crazy. But I have other plans right now. I'm I'm very close to achieving my latest goal, okay? (laughs) You know... That's the the one thing I hate with doing these fucking um trying to like buy the postage for the fucking like I'm gonna have to actually just break down and go to the post office. Like they need to know fucking like measurements. I don't know the fucking measurements of the box. I haven't. <laughs> I say the same shit on eBay all the time. Like, how the fuck do I know how many ounces this weighs? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking insanity. Oh man, but there are people out there that have like the stamp shit and like a scale hooked up to their computer and stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I have the scale. I've never taken it out of the fucking box. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. And the scale only goes up to five pounds. Oh, really? Yeah. The Like, the one that they give you for free. Oh, wow. I, right. dude, I probably had this fucking thing for, like, ten years. I've never used it. <laughs> oh. Dude, this weekend we're going to look at some property. Yeah, dude, that's that's huge, man. It'll be crazy. Excited? I am, man, because slowly but surely, you know what I mean? Like, I have to take these baby steps to get everything done, but as long as I can keep taking one step forward, I'll get there eventually, you know what I mean? Right. I need, uh, I need like, 100,000 people to buy some of my books, and we'll be all right. No, I don't like, think that's too much of a, a, a of an ask. I mean, there's millions of people on Amazon. I just need a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, what's up? Um, I was gonna say like, like I mean, you're going and just looking at land. Like, how do you like make the decision? Like, all right, this is the right spot. 
Well, I'm looking for a couple specific things. I want there to be a uh, underground aquifer so that I can drill down for a well so that I don't have to worry about transporting water. Mm. And that's important, too, because, you know, underground water has a less likely chance of becoming irradiated. There's, you know, a lot of benefits to that. And um, on certain properties, I mean, there's so much stuff to consider. Like, on properties, you have to know how how far into your property they'll let you build, how much to the left, how much to the right, uh, how high your building can be at the tallest. You know what I mean? Like, they have to make sure that the ground is stable enough to hold your concrete foundation and then all the house on top of it. Um, right. There's so many little things. Um, I'm not worried about electricity. Water was my main concern. Everything else is going to be, you know, septic tank and solar panels, and I'm going to get, you know, uh, some wind up there to generate some power. I think if I can have two or three different ways to generate power, that we can go completely without an electric bill. And in the summer, that'll save me $500, $600 a month. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we did the math the other night, and if once, like if we if we were to move in there tomorrow and it was completely done, we would save $20,000 a year that we pay in oh. random bills. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of fucking coin, dude. That's, I mean, when you think about it, if you pay a thousand dollars a month in rent, that's twelve thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like, right. And this this one property I was looking at, it's twenty five hundred dollars for five and a half acres, and it backs up to like three hundred thousand acres of like private government woodland. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would put the house right in the middle, so I'm as far away from everybody else as possible, and call it a day. It has elk and deer and all kinds of stuff for hunting, and like it's just a really good spot. There's a creek that runs through, um, and it's halfway between Phoenix and Las Vegas. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that, that's what I'm looking at now. Like it's called St. John's, um, but there's a lot of things you have to look like. If you need to get a, um, a well, you have to know whether or not you need a permit to drill the well, or if it's a no permit area. It's just because you want a permit doesn't mean you'll ever get one. You know what I mean? So you really have to do like a lot of investigation on property. Right. And wow. I figured out lately that you have to ask all those questions during the first time because if you, you stretch it out over two or three conversations, someone else will buy the property first. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then yesterday I started looking into, I found this company that will, uh, if you own the land and you'll let them put up a wind farm on the land, they'll give you a percentage of what they make off of selling the electricity. So that can be like a supplemental income as well. Wow. You have to agree to like a 10-year lease that they'll be able to put, you know, 20 windmills on your land. Right. 
you'll get, you know, money from the electricity sales, and that always goes up. It's never going to get lower. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? So it might not be a bad investment for somebody like me that needs to, you know, bulk up my income a little bit. Yeah, that's, see, that's something I really need to do um, is uh, really figure ways to fucking start cutting bills down big time. Well, I, I want to try and get it done within three years because that's when my daughter will be going off to college. And if I'm right. saving $20,000 a year on bills, that means I'm going to have money to help her out. You know what I mean? Like, right. And it still lets me do what I want to do with my life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to... I could get a job and be fine, but you know what I mean? I, I like what I do now. No, I hear you, dude. So I think it's the best way to, like... Plus, I think about... And I think you can understand this, too. Like, I think about how I'm almost certainly going to be the first one to die. Yeah. And, like, what will all they the time, do dude. with... What will they do without me? And I think that, like, if I have a land that we own and they don't have to pay anything on and it generates its own electricity and its own water, they'll always have a place to live, even without me. You know what I mean? Right. Nah, dude. You get it. Yeah. I think about that stuff all the time anymore. And you can grow vegetables on the land. You can do lots of stuff, man. So I think that it's like, you know, for me, it's I'm never going to be rich, I don't think. You know what I mean? But that is as much security as I could possibly provide for my family's future. I mean, I'd like to be rich. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. I could win the Powerball. Something if I wanted a Powerball, babe, we'd all be rich. I heard that. Cause man, we'd have like totally driven studios. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, yeah, I hear you. So, all right, like it's a, it's all a, right, buddy. I guess time to wrap up. I don't even want to wrap up, but I just got to fucking pee so bad. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, hey, as always, excellent conversation, Nick. It's always fun talking with you. Um, Absolutely, man. And I'm going to get more into that uh, writer's thing in the next day or two. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, you guys, uh, you know, take the ball, run with it, get me involved on the loop, and uh, – I'm also. I'll also uh, get uh, Jamie lined up to get her situated for. Uh, I just want to get this fucking magazine finished, <clears throat> so I can get that off to the printers for uh, by the latest next Friday. And um, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm excited. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning to Rocka for calling in. For uh, being a real quick part of our booty countdown. Uh, thanks to Mr. Gennetti, who hopped off and must have went to Wawa. <laughs> he hopped off uh, right around when Tone called in. We lost him. So um, there you go. But, 
Make sure you check out the website, TotallyDrivenTV.com, TotallyDrivenEntertainment.com, TotallyDrivenRadio.com. Um, look for us all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Look for Totally Driven Entertainment, Totally Driven Radio. Uh, like us, love us, follow us, and uh, stay driven. Until next week. Um, actually, I think our guest next week, I think we have uh, Roughhouse is going to be uh, – Oh, okay. Because uh, they actually – they have a show coming up the end of the month at um, back at Harris, and they got the original guitar player is also back in the band now. Beside Rex, you have Rex and Greg is back in the band now, and it's the first time in 24 years that all five of them have uh, shared the stage together. So it's a pretty big, uh, oh, wow, pretty really? big thing going on. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think we're talking to them next week, and um, after that, so we'll what be else off. I want to talk to you about, dude, is uh, my article. <laughs> I need some praise, like. <laughs> oh, dude, it's fucking come on. I, did you like I, the the edits? Oh, the one you did for me? No, 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 the one, the one I did. The Krigara one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, like I, I like I, I think I even said to you like after I read it, like I, I was like so into her and wanting to just listen to her music. That's awesome. It, t- that's it totally inspired me to like listen to her music. I I wanted to try and catch like the the positive vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. And you know what? Reading it too made me feel like wow. Like she she's she's part of our team. You know what I mean? Like she's on our yeah. team. She's part of our family. Um, it it made me feel special. That we we got the you know to know her and you know welcome her into the family and she believe me she and she loves us with open arms and um totally cool with that and we, and you know what if it wasn't for you we never would have fucking have known her or met her yeah and it's crazy it was just some website that paid me fifteen cents to listen to a song <laughs> like <laughs> uh that's wild. Yeah, that's where it all started from. I was just like, yo, let's get this chick on. Yeah, and look at that. Two years later. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, dude. We're coming oh, up man. on, um, you know, five years of the show. And you try, and you were actually there since day one. Right, yeah, yeah. I called in. You know, I can't, like, I can't even begin to tell you like, I, I could barely catch my breath while I was talking to you guys. That's how nervous I was calling in. <laughs> it was like the first time I had ever called in to anything. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, you got to breathe, dude. You're going to pass out. <laughs> so freaking funny. I thought it was like you had to talk as fast as possible. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, not here. <clears throat> so, all right, well, cool, dude. All Thank right, you for everything, as always. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll be talking to you. All right, man. And uh, yeah, everybody else, we'll be talking to you too. And uh, also, I another little quick plug out there. I didn't get a chance to check it out yet, but. Uh, Mike Joy's interview with D. Wallace from the other day. He's been pumping it out there. So um, give that a listen and sit back in the, the backlog of our uh, our archives and uh, 
you know, on Blog Talk Radio or for us on Spreaker, and you can check it out with uh, horrornews.net, Horror News Confidential uh, interview with uh, legendary actress Dee Wallace. So, awesome. There you go. All right, everybody, be safe, stay driven. Until next week, see ya.